Thanksgiving weekend to all of you motherfuckers out there. How you doing? Welcome to the Dusty Smith Show, episode 100. We fucking did it, guys. We made it to 100 without me changing the name of the show. Now, for those of you who have watched the show from the beginning, you know this is not actually the 100th episode. We do the show under several different names. We started out at the Codcast. We did like 100 video shows on the Codcast. We did like another 100 video shows under Progressive Talk Live before changing it to the Dusty Smith Show. So anyway, we're going to pretend like this is my 100th episode. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you for joining me tonight. Hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving, a good week. As always, got a fine, fine program for you tonight. We have all this shit to cover. Got a week's worth of stuff to cover. I'm going to cover it fast. Probably in about 90 minutes, which means two and a half hours. Because you know me. I'm a lying motherfucker. Every time I say it's going to be a short show, it's never a short show. But, uh... Hopefully, hopefully we get all this stuff in in two hours. Not going to do any uh, Meet the Victims tonight. Got a lot of other stuff to cover. Going to do uh, some religious bullshit to start us out with. Followed up with some Beyond a Parody. Cats in the house, as always. Got a little uh, little Karen's coming up for you. I got a new segment I'm going to do tonight called No One Wants to Work Anymore. That should be good. A few heroes. Go pile of cleansers to cleanse you, my children. Let's see what you guys are saying over in the free chat. What are the poor saying? The poor are like, Dusty, what's up? Merry Christmas to all of you. Coming up, Dusty, 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 three-word chat. Hell yeah, I can dig it. I smashed the like button. Smash the like button, everybody. Do it. Do it. Help our brother out, HBO. Chud Watch. We are going to do some Chud Watch tonight. Hell yes. Dusty is... The GD best. You ain't never lied, ape. Good to see you tonight. Excited for the new segment? Hell yeah. New segments are always fun to do. Yeah, like the video. As always, folks, e-begging. If you like my show, and you oughta, you should support it. A dollar or two a month. Whatever you can afford, it all adds up. Uh, we're, we got like uh, about the same as last week. It's not really going up much. It's all good. Hey, but like, uh, if you like what I do, chip in. The least you can do. It helps out the cats and the dogs that we rescue here at the Human Society Missable Animal Sanctuary and uh, motivates me to work hard on the show. I would work hard anyway, but I'm not going to tell you that because I want you to uh, to donate. So, Codcast, patreon.com, Codcast. There's a link in the description of the video. Do it. Help me out. And as always, Super Chats, like one of the show, Super Chats. We read every question. You can immortalize yourself forever and ever and ever. Amen. In a thousand years, people will be watching this video. You know they will. And they're going to see your super chats. They'll be like, that guy existed. So immortalize yourself. And the more you donate, the more seriously I take your question and your comments. So, uh, Bobby, I love the super chats. And Little Miss Affectionate says, sending love from Texas. What's up, Texas? Everything bigger in Texas. Been a fan for a long time. Yep. Dusty been doing the show for like, I've been doing the show for like three years, but I've been on YouTube for 13 years. I'm one of the OGs on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, Bejeweled Goggle. Happy one unit episode. Hell yeah. We're getting into the triple digits now. Shit's getting serious, y'all. I want Parker Guar. What's up? Thank you for sharing the holiday cards. Hey, no problem, Parker. Thank you for sending cards to kids during Christmas. That seems like a great cause. Love you lots. Here is a hundred more per episode. Yep. Gonna be doing this forever and ever and ever. Since I'm never dying, I'm going to live forever. Immortal Dusty will be doing this a thousand years now, so that's cool. Man, I feel so fat, guys. I feel so fucking fat. I haven't worked out, like, seriously in two months and eating my fucking ass off because of Thanksgiving, but I look at this and I'm, mm, 
I'm still pretty good looking, so uh, I can feel my face being fatter. But then I look at the screen, I'm like, you're still gorgeous. So what are you beating yourself up for, Dusty? But Dusty, shame. Lose weight, you fat pig. That's what my inner voice is saying. Joe LaFaro, $10. Hey, thank you, Joe. Appreciate that. What are the poor saying? Hello. Hello. That was a cool trick. Um, they could try simply respect and dignity to keep workers. Yep. Pay your workers more. Respect them because they are the heroes on the front line. But no one wants to work anymore. What else? So glad you're alive. I appreciate it, Naze. Naze uh, Garden, you sent me a message. I didn't respond to it, but you said um, that I should stop using Karens because Karens is racist to white people. Are you joking? I think that was a joke, so I didn't comment on it. Like, I hope you're joking. Uh, definitely smoking hot. I know, right? I'm poor and a pig. Shh, you in good company. All us poor's got to sit together. Remios, Reason 445. Hard word to pronounce. Long time listener, first time caller. Had no question, but I still wanted to support the stream. Cheers. Hey, you're one of the good ones. Thank you, Ram. Good to see you tonight. Dear Lord, Dusty, please immortalize me forever and ever. Amen. I will. You are immortal, Katie, damn it. You will live for fucking ever. Who wants to live ever? I do. I do. Fuck death. That seems awful. So, folks, got a story to tell you for our start of the show. So, uh, this is Joshua. And uh, you guys might remember I talk about Mr. Melvin sometimes, who's my neighbor. So he comes over, and he's like, Dusty, we got this new dog, Joshua. And I know his dog. His dog is, like, cute as shit. This picture does not do that dog justice. That dog is, like, fits in the palm of your fucking hand. It's adorable. Cute-ass dog. And he's like, my dog Joshua's missing. It was out in the yard, and he's missing. I don't know if you run off or what. And I was like, dude, somebody dog napped you. Somebody, sure enough, come up and snatch that dog out of your yard uh, cause that happened to me. I don't know if you guys remember Vegas, long live Vegas, poor Vegas. He dead now, but Vegas is my little, uh, four pound teacup Yorkie who someone snatched out of my fucking yard. And I was like, Oh, well fuck. They snatched him out of the yard. So I put up flyers everywhere. hundred dollars reward. No questions asked for return of my dog. And uh, within 10 hours, somebody called me and was like, we found your dog. You didn't find my dog. You snatched my dog up out of the goddamn yard. But I realized, Hey, you got to play the game. I got to pay the ransom. Which is exactly what the fuck it was. I paid these uh, dog nappers $100 to get my dog back. So I told Melvin, hey, Melvin, you're going to have to pay the ransom, dude. Somebody stole your dog. So uh, he's like, well, can you make me up some flyers that say I'll give a $100 reward? I say, yes. So I make up Melvin some flyers. This cute little motherfucker run. It's a $100 reward. And I go all over the neighborhood and I tack up the flyers everywhere. Um, And uh, so he calls me yesterday and he says, Dusty, I got the dog back. Hooray! Got the fucking dog back. So uh, what happened was, apparently he told the uh, mail lady, hey, keep your eye out for my dog. Somebody stole my dog. And so the mail lady, I don't think she's supposed to do this, but she did. She's going around looking for the dog, and she sees the dog in somebody's yard. So she calls up Melvin. She's like, I see your dog. It's in these people's yard. Gives him the address of these people. Melvin drives up, and the dog's on the front porch. Opens his door up and calls the dog. Dog comes and jumps right in. Has the new collar on the dog and everything. They's just going to keep this dude's dog. And just drives off. Don't say a word to the fucking dog napper. So he didn't have to pay for it. That's good. He got off better than I did. He had connections with the male lady. I didn't have those connections. But anyway, got Joshua back. So that's pretty cool. And uh, other thing I'll talk about is I put out a, a short clip from my last show about Kid Rock. 
in his embarrassing new video where he's like, I do what I want. I do what I want. And he flies to space on a rocket made of middle fingers. It was just embarrassing as fuck, right? It was, it was embarrassing. Um, so I had no idea how many fans Kid Rock has. He has so many fucking fans and they all came and shit on me. You look at that video and like most of the comments are negative. They're like, you're calling Kid Rock cringe? You're like 50 and you still have a YouTube channel. That's cringe. I'm like, really? It's cringe to have a YouTube channel? It's 50? All right. And they're like, you're using the word cringe. If you use the word cringe, you are cringe. And I was like, well, doesn't by logic that make you cringe as well? Because you're calling me cringe and you're saying anybody use the word cringe. It's cringe. I didn't realize cringe was like a newspeak. I thought that word has been around forever. I didn't really realize I was being uh, one of the kids by using that word. But anyway, and then then they kept calling me uh, Mugatu. Yeah, they kept saying, yeah, you got that Mugatu look. And I got to say, that's pretty funny. It's hurtful, but that's pretty fucking funny. I could see it. I could see that insult. Definitely. So, uh, good burn, Chris. Uh, Kid Rock fans. I'll say Chris Rock. Kid Rock fans, good on you. But see, that's the way it is, folks. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. When you talk mad shit about people, you got to get mad shit talked about you. And you just got to prepare yourself for it because that's the way the world works. If you can't take it, you need to shut the fuck up. Get off the internet, which I'm never going to do. Cringe, bing bong. I know Kid Rock fans don't use logic. Well, they are Kid Rock fans. So uh, what you going to do? Kid Rock has always been trash. You worry he's famous. I know. He's got a couple good songs. Like I like uh, the bow, what a da, da, bang, a dang, diggy. Whatever that song is, okay. And uh, the song he did with uh, Shell Crow, pretty good. The one like he stared her picture, and I don't know. I can't remember the words to it, but that's a pretty good song. But the rest of it, the rest of it's not great. So anyway, all right. That's my bullshit. Let's go ahead and start off the fucking show. Gonna do as we usually do with a little religious bullshit. Because religious bullshit, religious bullshit, religious bully bully shit. It's time for religious bullshit. It's time for religious bullshit. Nailed it. And uh, are you ready to be mad, folks? Are you ready to be mad? Of course you are. You're watching this show. Oh, my God. So uh, I know Christians are going to say this guy does not represent Christianity. This guy is not a real Christian, but this guy actually is representing Christianity. This is what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that women are the property first of their father to be sold to the husband. And then thereafter, they are property of the husband. Like slavery. That's what the fuck it teaches. And this guy, what he's about to say is incredibly angering. He's about to say, hey, uh, men, the best person for you to rape is your wife. I, I'm going to show you, not making this up. What he's getting at here is you can't actually rape your wife because your wife is property property of the husband so if you rape your wife that's not really rape because that's your property so yeah uh here's modern day christianity for you wives you must submit yourself to your husband as unto the lord and in this matter of submission i want you to know up front ladies that once you get married, you are no longer your own. You are your husband's. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Carl? I do understand what you're saying. And I, I, I emphasize that 
because I saw in court the other day on TV where a lady sued her husband for rape. Uh -huh. I would say to you, gentlemen, the best person to rape is your wife. Oh, uh-huh, totally. But then now it has become legalized. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you belong to somebody and they are all right. Yeah, I don't understand how you can be raped if you're somebody's property. I mean, that's just solid logic. Hey, back in the day... Slave masters could rape slaves because they were their property. You can't rape your property. It's not rape if you're the master. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So, uh, yeah, he's on uh, leave of absence now from the church. Apparently, they're in the process of firing him. So good. But at the same time, hey, he's just preaching what the Bible says. I don't know why you Christians hate the Bible so much, but at least he's honest about it. Even though he's a giant, rapey piece of fucking shit. Awful, awful. Yes, it's terrible. And, um, folks! <laughs> Let's check in with Christian TV, where this completely sane lady is telling a story about how uh, a lizard alien took over the body of her husband and tried to have sex with her. Totally, totally happened. Let's watch. The funniest part about this is watch the people listening to her just nod along. Like, mm-hmm, yeah, totally, yeah. No follow-up questions. Just nodding along like goddamn idiot bobbleheads. 5.5 million views. Let's watch it. After Derek and I got married, one night, this other Derek appears in our bed. The real Derek is lying down next to me. Other Derek sits right up out of it. Did he did. Mm -hmm. It startled me. Mm -hmm. I bet it would. I knew that was not Derek. Mm -hmm. And so I asked this critter, who are you? That's what I would ask. Because he clearly wanted to have sexual relations. Who could blame him? And I said, he said, come on, I'm your husband. I said, who are you? Mm -hmm. And he had the nerve to claim to be Ahasuerus. Xerxes. Oh, Xerxes. Well, other Derek seriously wanted to invite me to use my free will to do something that was going to pull me away from God. Mm -hmm. Should have fucked him. So this last time. It happened again? I knew mm -hmm. he was really desperate. Mm. And thirsty, I asked him again, demon. who are you? He told me the same answer. And I said, I'm not going with you. This was an internal dialogue. Mm -hmm. Finally, I said, I've had enough mm, in know. my mind. Mm -hmm. I reached up. I grabbed his face. Face off. And I said, you are a liar. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is real. And I pulled that face off. And beneath it was a reptile. <laughs> <laughs> and he had little creatures with him mm, this time. I bet he, did. he brought mm. these little halfling creatures. Oh, they were what you fuck. And they looked like, I don't know, gargoyles. Mm, gargoyles. They were very reptilian mm -hmm. as well. So beneath that face of Derek was a reptilian serpentine creature, probably similar to what was visiting the 
Anasazi. Wow. Well, the Bible says. Wow. Well, the Bible says, yeah, you know, lizard aliens, they like to pretend to be your husband and fuck your brains out. So uh, and she said, Jesus is real. And she pulled his face off. And, you know, this story is definitely as real as Jesus. So cool, cool, cool. Hey, thank you, Christian idiots, for destroying religion. I love it. Kids see this, the youth sees this, they're like, God damn it, I don't want to have anything to do with this ridiculous bullshit, and they're leaving the churches in droves, so thank you for your service, you fucking cretins. And uh, Cat Kerr, speaking of which, people destroyed religion, Cat Kerr has proof that God is sending her portals for her pets. It's got to be true, folks, because Blobfish is nodding along, saying, wow, I believe it, I don't know about y'all, and she took a picture, folks. And I'm about to convert back to Christianity because I believe. You were talking about pets and portals. I want to show you one. Oh, wow. I want to show you an actual pet portal that I got a picture of. Um, so just so you know, this 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 stuff is really real. I mean, heaven's really got our pets there. Mm -hmm. These are not just fake images. Not fake. It was not Photoshopped. No Photoshop. So in the picture is a poodle you see very clearly. On his head is a goldfish. Uh-huh. Right next to this uh, pet oh. is a cat, oh. and over to the left side of it uh -huh. is a horse. Actually, you see his whole head okay. and everything. Pet horses, cool. And then we actually counted, I think, 14 or 15 pets in this whole uh, um, uh -huh. portal that got opened. He opened it so I could get a picture. Okay. So I'm going to show it to you. Hopefully, right, you can see, see at least the poodle with the Prepare fish Prepare to be amazed. And you can see the cat. So let's see how well you can see this picture. <gasps> Oh you see the poodle with the fish Poof. on his head? Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, totally. yeah. I see his nose right there. Look. It's a... This is a poodle, I guess? Definitely. And there's a goldfish. And it's a bird, I guess. I don't... And a, a vagina. I don't know. It's a boob. I guess... It's, I don't know. It's a human... I don't know, folks. But I believe it. It's real. Heaven pet portal, says Cat Kerr. And hey, she about to buy her a mansion, folks. Because people buying this bullshit, so... Amazing. Aaron, his eyes. Totally. Yeah. And that's a goldfish on his head. Oh, of course. You mean exactly where goldfish would be. Your hand this is one? right. No, no, your hand that was one. so. Go down, go down. See, go. this guy don't even know what he's looking at either. She, she's saying this is a goldfish on the poodle's head. But he's like, go down, because he can't tell what the fuck's going on. It's clearly some kind of cloud that she took a picture of that she's just trying to uh, see shapes in. And blobfish is, don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Go down. This is the goldfish. No, this is the poodle. This is clearly the poodle, blobfish. Get your bullshit right. Go down. Right there, there's his ear. You just touch his ear. This is the poodle. Oh, there it is. Okay. So there's 14 pets in this picture, and wow. up here is a rabbit. Oh. So anyway, these are real pets. These aren't clouds. These are pets' faces in the, in, in the sky. Mm -hmm. So this is proof they proof. really are in heaven. That's proof, folks. Photographic evidence that nobody can deny. I'm glad that someone's finally bringing the hard evidence to shut you stupid atheists down. Checkmate atheist. Fucking non-believers. Got nothing to say, do you now? Y'all quiet. Crickets atheists. What you got to say now, huh? Nothing. And more proof. I know that's already enough for anybody who is logical and reasonable. I know you're all now on your knees begging Jesus for forgiveness for your heathen ways. But folks, I got even more proof to show you. So uh, Hank Cuterman was on stage and Jesus walked on stage with him 
And it all got caught on video. We can all watch it right now. So let's do it. Hear what the Spirit of God is saying. So basically, uh, so this is his Saturday sermon. He's going to talk about what happened on Friday. And I don't know if he knows us or not, but uh, he's on video. So we have video of what happened on Friday. So here's what he said happened on Saturday. And then we're going to watch what actually happened on Friday. Hear what the Spirit of God is saying. In fact, there was such an anointing that came uh, on, on, on Friday night. And as I was praying that afternoon, I said, Lord, I just want you to do something that you validate what you've given to me. And all of a sudden, as I was standing there on Friday night, I literally saw uh, out of the corner of my eye a human figure mm -hmm. wearing a robe walk right around me. I knew it wasn't an angel. Wasn't an angel. And I could see a beard and a mustache as it mm -hmm. went fast, and it was Jesus. It was me. And, and I, I stopped, and I said, Jesus, you're here. Mm -hmm. And you could feel the atmosphere. You heard it. Shift. He stopped, and he said, Jesus, you're here. Totally, that happened, didn't it? So the anointing of preservation is upon you. Now, how do we know when the glory shows up that God, man, there's something moving around me. That's, wow. I don't care if you saw that. I just saw somebody standing right here. Mm, Maybe tall. it's the Lord himself. Come on, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I felt him right here. <laughs> we all saw it. Woo! My whole being started shaking. Thank you, Lord. I could feel it on my left side. We it. Let's watch it again so we can all see that for ourselves. They shifted. So the anointing of preservation is upon you. Now, how do we know when the glory shows up that God, man, there's something moving around. There it is right there, folks. There's Jesus. I see him with this beard. He's eight foot tall. He's glorious. Oh, give little faith. You know you see it too. All of the sexy, tall Jesus right there. Don't you question or doubt you're going to burn in hell fraternity. Goddamn atheist. You're questioning bullshit. Just send this guy money and shut the fuck up, would you? Fuck. And, uh, folks, here's probably the next uh, governor of North Carolina. Because you trash, North Carolina. When Mississippi is saying you trash, you know you trash. So, uh, here he is talking about how straight couples are superior to gay couples. This guy is currently the lieutenant governor of North Carolina. Because why wouldn't he be? And he's running for governor. And he'll probably win because you're dumb. And, uh, so they're still with the homophobic bullshit in churches in 2021. Let's have a listen. Nothing. Somebody asked me in a classroom one time, we were talking about it, and they said, uh, uh, he, this, this fellow was a homosexual, looked at me and said, uh, oh, so wow. you think your wife and you, you think your heterosexual relationship is superior to my husband and our homosexual relationship? Yes! He said, I'd like for you to explain that. And so I did. <laughs> See, if I take a white guy and a black guy and stand them beside each other, guess which one of them is superior? Neither one of them. Black guy can't fly, white guy can't fly. White guy can't see the future, black guy can't see the future. Black guy bleeds, red. White guy bleeds, red. They the same. They were created the same. Ain't no superiority in color. But gay people and straight people not created the same because gay folks can't have no babies. Now let's look at it this way. All right. 
gay couple, mm -hmm. straight couple. All right. Dark room. Okay. Dark room. Yep. Nine months later, gay couple, two people. Nine months later, heterosexual, three people. These people are superior because they can do something these people can't do. Because that's the way God created it to be. Uh, these people can do something these people can't do. Have a prostate orgasm. Just saying. I've heard it's great. I've heard it's great. And also, like, the gay people can, like, adopt a kid in way less than nine months. So, technically, they can do something way better than the straight couple. And, hey, what if the straight couple woman is infertile? Or the man is infertile? They can have babies. Are they no longer superior? I got questions, Fat Albert. Don't think you have any answers. But keep spreading the homophobia. Because that's what you do. North Carolina, be better. You should be shamed. And uh, I'd love to see it, folks. The Christians, they're eating their own. They're fighting each other. All these fake prophets now are at each other's throats. I guess they got to fight with something. So uh, this is uh, the praying medic who I've highlighted very often on my show. And he's attacking the other prophets, calling them witches and accusing them of uh, mesmerizing people with witchcraft. He's going to attack one of them specifically. Let's have a listen. Right wing watch. Witchcraft. The same, when someone's operating in witchcraft, the same spell, mesmerizing spirit that was on Adolf Hitler. Oh. Yes, it was, Mark. Yes. Yes, it was. It was on Obama. Mm, and it's on some of these charismatic leaders oh. as well. It's not, on some of these Trump, prophetic though. leaders as well. It's a. Trump 2020. So definitely not Trump, but everybody else. Absolutely. Mesmerizing witchcraft. Spirit. Oh, it is. It is exists. a spell that is cast upon the people. Spell. Witchcraft is real. Them. Oh my! Look what an anointed man or woman of God they are. Mm -hmm. Look! Look at the talent that this man or woman has. It's not about talent. It's about anointing from God Himself, guys. I'm, I'm, again, read the signs. If they're well spoken, well dressed, and, and this idea. Let me give you a prime example. They just promoted someone. Who? Okay? They did. Namer. They, they promoted someone. Who? And. Lance Wall now and uh -huh. Chuck Pierce promoted her uh -huh. on stage. It was Anna Kate. Anna Kate. So I'm not slamming Anna. You are. I'm just simply you are. What, you're you're, what, you're about to here. call her a witch, and because you're witchcraft, that's pretty slamming, dude. Okay. They promoted her out of Lance Wall now's own mouth. He said that we don't normally do this with someone who's been saved for only three years. Go back to my testimony. Of what I what I sowed and what I told people what, what they did what they did to me. I see him doing the same thing to her they did to me. Why? They see her as a money maker. Mm -hmm. I dare you false prophets make money by conning people into believing bullshit. I would never do that, says the praying medic. So uh he attacked Anna Kate, who was another one of these right wing conspiracy theorists, and she ain't having it. She firing back. She's saying, no, you, you are the pawn of the devil. It hurts the father deeply uh -huh. when we attack one another. God is very sensitive. Very. Cain killed Abel. I know. He murdered him. Hey, in the Bible, why couldn't Cain raise sheep? Because he wasn't Abel. <laughs> I'm sorry. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. When Jesus said... When you hate your brother, it is like murdering him. I know, right? Hate is the same as murder, y'all, in God's eyes, because God's a fucking moron. That means when you hate someone, 
in the Lord's eyes, that's like murder. Totally. Be really careful who you call mm. operating in witchcraft. Be careful. If they're operating via the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. totally and it different. is the Father doing things. That's right. It's not witchcraft. It's the magical talking ghost. It's way different. One of them is just stupid. The other one is totally real. Be very careful. Careful, Because even with Jesus, the zealots attacked the Lord and said, he's operating through demons, mm -hmm. through Satan, mm -hmm. through witchcraft. Mm -hmm. See, the zealots were not just attacking Jesus. Look at this Jesus in the background. What in the fuck is this good? Okay, never mind. They were attacking the spirit operating through Jesus, mm -hmm. which is called the Holy Spirit. Mm. And I would be really, really, really careful, be careful attacking people Don't attack me. who are full of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You're full of it, all right. Because whether you realize it or not, you are walking on very, very mm. dangerous walking waters. Walking on thin ice. And how many souls have you saved, Mark? Because it no. seems like all you do is slander people, mm -hmm. gossip, mm -hmm. accuse, come against the brethren. Mm -hmm. Talk about how you're a godly man. Mm -hmm. Well, you really need to check yourself. Or you wreck yourself. Because you are literally a pawn of the devil himself. Literally. And you need to repent. Repent. You are literally the pawn of something that doesn't exist. I don't know what words mean. So anyway, keep it up, fuckos. I'd love to see them fight. Let them fight. I hope you guys destroy each other. And that's my religious bullshit. Yeah, Jeff Fox, unworthy. Let's check the super chats. Hit the like button, everybody. Hit it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Hit it. And uh, K. Drew M. If anything, the fact that gay couples can't have kids make them superior. I know, right? I was going to say that and I forgot. Thank you for backing up my stupid brain. Like we need more kids in this fucking world. Less is better, in my opinion. Heteros need to reel it in. Agreed. Overpopulation is a huge issue. Agreed again. Happy 100. Happy 100 to you, K. Drew. Ruxmo. How much is a kilo of catnip? Uh, hundred bucks. Great show. Thank you, sir. Hey, thank you, Rexmo. Scott Mack, $20. Very generous. The black preacher can't describe what his Hank looks like. I know, right? He hasn't seen his own penis in decades since he was a kid. So, uh, but he's still superior because he bads a woman and that's good. Cat food. Hell yeah. Thank you, Gary Stillman. How about cat food in your honor? April S. Very generous. $25. And she says, bing bong. Fuck yeah! The greatest phrase in the history of mankind. Bing bong. Dennis Prager has a YouTube channel. You're fine, Dusty. I mean, that's not a good comparison, though, because he also is cringe. So, uh, shh. Not helping, Big Station, but thank you. Katie Demet, dear Lord, Dusty. I already read that. All right, anything else? Uh, all right, more super chats, please. If you want to, it's all good. Can't immortalize yourself. All right, folks. Time for Beyond Parody. Because Beyond Parody! which is a perfect description for what conservatives in the Republican Party have become. Like, you can't even make fun of them anymore other than just showing what they say. You can't parry to them. Because it's so fucking stupid these days. So far beyond the pill. The first guy on the show, okay, we're going to uh, highlight Matthew McConaughey. I guess Matthew McConaughey technically is not a conservative, I guess. So uh, he was putting out flyers, feelers about how he was going to run for governor of Texas. And uh, so finally he's decided, nah, nah, I'm pulling out. Pull out game is strong. And so he released this video talking about how he's not going to run for Texas governor. But uh, the video was just so silly. It's the same platitudes, the same nonsense bullshit that every politician would say, where he uh, just says, oh, we need to come together. Both sides, am I right? Instead of actually putting out 
legitimate solutions to fix problems. He has nothing. So he's just saying the same lame bullshit that they all say. So let's listen to this stupid fucking video he put out. I'm glad uh, he's sticking to acting because you're a great actor, Matthew McConaughey. But uh, as a public intellectual or politician, nah. Hey everybody, McConaughey here. Hey. Listen, over the past two years, mm -hmm. I've been working on the answer to the question of how I can be most useful in this life going forward. Okay, well, I can answer that. Stay an actor. Stay out of politics. Useful to myself, useful to my family, and to the most amount of people. Mm -hmm. One category of service I've been exploring is politics. No, thank you. I've been considering a run for the governor of Texas. Gross. I've been listening, I've been learning, I've been measuring, I've been studying Texas politics and American politics. Mm-hmm. What have I learned? Nothing. A lot. That we have some problems we need to fix. Oh, wow. You learned we have some problems. Deep, deep stuff there, Matthew. That our politics needs new purpose. Oh, mm-hmm. That we have divides that need healing. Oh, great. That we need more trust in our lives. Super deep. That we got to start shining a light on our shared values. <laughs> the ones that cross party lines. The ones that build bridges instead of burning. Both sides. Am I right? Hey, why aren't anti-fascists getting along with fascists? Right in the middle. Just try to find what you have in common with the fascist. Just saying. Centrism. That our children are our greatest asset. So, hey, just be as good parents as we can be. I've learned that freedom comes with responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> and that great leaders serve. Uh -huh. Whether a politician, a CEO, star quarterback, a mother, father, husband, wife, brother, friend, mentor, or teacher, we lead by serving each other. We lead through our service. What is service? Service is taking on responsibility today so we can have more freedom tomorrow. Service is making the better choice for you and for me. Service is the investment we make in ourselves. So, can we recognize that when we serve others, we actually serve ourselves and vice versa? Do we have the courage to help out more than we hurt? All right, I can't listen to any more of that. This is so silly, dude. Come up with some real fucking solutions. Hey, maybe we should fight fascism. Hey, maybe the motherfuckers should overthrow the goddamn government and start a dictator. Maybe we should do everything we can to stop them in their fucking tracks. Hey, maybe we should take abortion laws more seriously and do whatever we can to fight back against Texas draconian abortion laws. Hey, maybe we should make voting simpler and easier for everybody instead of trying to disenfranchise people from voting. Anything, literally anything. As a solution to problems you could have said, instead of just the meaningless platitudes, you already sound exactly like a politician. I don't know why you didn't throw your hat in the ring. You would be great at it. Another feckless asshole who has nothing to give. And uh, next up, on Beyond Parody, folks, see if you can spot the difference. Here is a U.S. Representative Nancy Mace when she's on Fox News. Compared to when she's on CNN, hmm, I sense a slight difference. Uh, in some studies that I've read, natural immunity gives you 27 times more protection against future COVID infection than a vaccination. And so we need to take all of the science into account and not selectively choosing what science to follow when we are making policy decisions. Uh, and I, I've been a proponent of vaccinations and, and wearing masks when we need to. And we had 
the Delta variant raging in South Carolina, I wrote an op-ed to my community. And I've worked with our State Department of Health. I've run ads encouraging uh, my district to go and get vaccinated. And when we have these variants and we have these spikes to take every precaution from washing our hands to wearing the N95 or KN95 masks, uh, more than the medical masks, there is a significant, statistically significant uh, number of people that are protected from COVID when they wear those masks. And I just, re I just returned from the Indo-Pacific region. Uh, I definitely not talking to our both sides of her mouth. On Fox News, she's like, hey, natural immunity seems to be better. Trying to make people vaccine hesitant. She's going to see any. Everybody should be vaccinated. It's very important. I've always been for vaccines. So, yeah, that's how politics is working. Pay attention, Matthew McConaughey. That's how you really do it. And speaking of beyond parody, I think QAnon waited for the wrong Kennedy to return from the dead. Here's clearly dead zombie Robert Kennedy Jr. talking about how the COVID restrictions have led to the apocalypse. It's the end of the world as we know it. And uh, he doesn't sound too good. The first time in history, because of the technological revolution, the capacity for totalitarian forces to literally control every aspect of, of human expression and even human thought is now unprecedented. You know, they, you know, Bill Gates brags that he's going to be able to watch with his 60,000 satellites every square inch of the earth 24 hours a day. You know, they, at least in other parts of history, you could run and you could hide. I'm pretty sure you can't see through my roof. Don't know. Maybe. Maybe you can see through the walls. That'd be pretty cool, actually. And you could, you know, collect forces and, and begin a, an opposition. And we can't do that anymore. And the Chinese, you know, have already deployed this vast array of facial recognition that is at, that, that claims to be capable of reading guilt on people, of looking at facial expressions from a distance and, and deciding whether somebody is guilty. So, you know, I would say this is Armageddon. This is the apocalyptical forces oh, of wow. ignorance and greed mm -hmm. and totalitarianism. Definitely. And this is the final battle. You know, we need to win this one. <laughs> we need to win this one, folks. It's all over. It's the final battle. Bill Gates watching us all masturbate with his satellites, can see through the walls. I'm going to crank one out for Bill Gates later. I hope he's watching. Wink, Bill Gates. I get turned on by the thoughts of Bill Gates watching me. Hell yeah. And uh, Fox, please quit threatening me with a good time. Here's Laura Ingram. Her guest says that trans people would destroy gender norms to create a new species. Part human, part machine. And I'm like, damn, that sounds awesome. Quit making me wish I was trans. Laura Ingram. That's something you could just choose, but I want to choose it now. I think you might be getting a transgender mixed up with transhumanism. Both good, but also very different. So, Beyond Parody, Fox News, and uh, another one, Beyond Parody. So, this past week, they had the Fox Nation Patriot Awards. Yeah, you know, nothing's more patriotic than sitting up with a room full of rich assholes and uh, pretending you just love the country. And it went exactly as you would expect it to. Can't bear to this, folks. Let's watch. In the other Hollywood, fawning reporters ask kale-eating celebrities, who are you wearing this evening? Well, at the Patriot Awards, we show them. Woo! Yeah! Oh, 
Yeah, even though, like, didn't the flag code say you're not supposed to have the U.S. flag on items of clothing? So, just saying, you're kind of going against the patriotic spirit of the flag. But who cares, right? It's not about reality. It's about uh, virtue signaling, which is a word I don't like, but it's a very good descriptor of what you're doing. Oh, I see you in the fifth row with three masks. <laughs> oh, Dr. Fauci, thank you for coming. We were not going to let Florida descend into a Faucian dystopia. Because we'd all be speaking German <laughs> in another flag of Japan. America, as I like to put it, is simply the awesomest. And I have a pro tip. Pro if tip. you don't love it, you can always leave it. Yeah, that is literally the most unpatriotic thing you can say. You don't leave your country if you actually love it. You fight to make it better. But I wouldn't expect a traitor to understand that at all. How many other countries have like dog movies where everyone cries? Well, exactly. There's no other place where countrymen root for each other. Let's go, Brandon. Folks, you can say fuck Joe Biden. Isn't it the fucking right that hates political correctness? Let's go, Brandon is nothing but political correctness. You're too much of a pussy to say fuck Joe Biden. Because you know saying the word fuck, ooh, you're not really supposed to say that in uh, mixed company. So, yeah. Yeah, lame. And I got another sad story, folks. Seeing when Tucker Carlson's on my screen. Apparently, my mama went and spent Thanksgiving with my grandma. And my grandma still loses some of the times, but apparently she's uh, going through some Alzheimer's. She's in her 90s. And she spends a lot of her time watching Tucker Carlson. And apparently, she thinks she's in some kind of relationship with Tucker Carlson. She uh, talks to the TV and she thinks, well, he's in the, he, the TV is real. So he must be around her somewhere. So she goes out on her back porch and she calls for Tucker Carlson because he's got to be around her somewhere. He's in the TV. And uh, she was telling my mom that uh, they're sort of in a relationship, not really, but sort of in a relationship together, her and Tucker Carlson. So just sad, sad to hear. But hopefully they cure Alzheimer's before I get old. But oh well, I guess if it brings her joy, you go, Tucker Carlson, you bang my grandma or whatever's happening. And uh, next up on Beyond Parody, another example. When owning the lives becomes your full-time job, apparently this uh, winner of life has posted a TV on the back of their SUV where they can broadcast, let's go, Brandon. Look, you can say it. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe. You can say it. No one cares. No one cares, you politically correct motherfuckers. I don't know. Just doesn't show much guts doing that. But, like, I love it. Like, I like you guys doing this because it's so cringe and ridiculous. It makes your side look even more foolish than it already does. So, uh, I know you're trying to own the libs, but we encourage this. Please, everywhere you go, say this. Everywhere you go, broadcast it. Because this is all you guys have. You don't actually have policy issues. You don't have positions that are popular. The only thing you have is a silly culture war. And the more you do this, the more apparent it becomes to fucking everybody. So you're not triggering anybody. We encourage you. Please keep it up, fuckos, because it's sad and it's glorious. And speaking of people self-owning, Sacred Rebel Mousecat would like to know. It's kind of weird how the science always lines up with whatever leftist propaganda needs to be pushed. Huh. Amazing how the science always seems to line up with leftist positions. I wonder why that could be, huh? I wonder if it's because reality has a left-leaning bias, maybe? 
Maybe it's because we're the ones that actually look at the science and try to follow the science and base our positions around the science. Nah, it's a conspiracy theory, isn't it? She's so close, folks. She's so close, yet so unbelievably far away. And, uh... Speaking of Beyond Parody, folks, I kind of am starting to feel sorry for Kanye West a little bit. So, uh, you guys might know that a big dick Pete Davidson is uh, apparently fucking the shit out of Kim Kardashian. And Kanye ain't taking it. He's not taking it well. So, here he is at a non-private for a homeless in Skid Row talking about how God wants him to get back with Kim Kardashian. Because, of course, he does. Hey, I, I talked to God, and God says uh, Kim's getting the best dick of her life, and she's fine. But Kanye ain't having it. Poor Kanye. Kim Kanye create a narrative that's not the narrative that God wants. Yeah, right. come on, yeah. Right. The narrative that God wants is for you to see that everything can be redeemed. In all these relationships, we've made mistakes. I've made mistakes. Mm -hmm. I've publicly done you things a mistake. that were not acceptable as a husband. Or even being. But right now, today, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. I didn't know I was going to be standing right here. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was going to be in front of this mic. But I'm here to change that narrative. I'm not letting E write the narrative of my family. I'm not letting Hulu write the narrative of my family. I'm not letting Disney write the narrative of my family. You're not. I am the priest of my home. I am the priest of my home. Said I yet. have to be next to my children as much as possible. Uh -huh. So when I'm out the house, I got a house right next to the house. It's be nice to be rich. I'm doing everything to be right next to the situation. Yeah, I got binoculars. I'm watching Pete Davidson fuck Kim Kardashian through a window. I'm right there because that's what God wants. Right next to the situation. I'm trying to uh, express this way in the most same way possible, the most calm way possible, <laughs> totally but I need to be back at home. Why mm -hmm. is that? I'm saying it's odd because if the enemy can separate Kimye, mm -hmm. there's going to be millions of families that feel like that separation is okay. That's right. They're an example to the entire world. And if uh, Pete Davidson, who is the enemy, basically Big Dick Satan, can separate Kim and Kanye, shh, what hope do the rest of the world have? We owe it to the rest of the world to stay together, y'all. Kim, are you listening? Please, are you listening, Kim? But when the kingdom, when God, who is already one and is so, brings kingdom together, uh -huh. there's going to be millions of families that are going to be influenced and see that they can <laughs> overcome the work as a separation of trauma of the devil that's used to capitalize and keep people in misery while people stand or step over homeless people to go to the Gucci store. Oh, God. Like, you give a fuck about homeless people going to the Gucci store. How much are your ugly Crocs that you sell? You literally sell white t-shirts for $200. You're so fucking fake in every goddamn way. Pathetic. Yay, let's clap. Man, making me root for Pete Davidson. Fuck your heart, Pete. Right in the pussy. All right, next up. On Beyond Parody. Folks, they're so stupid. They've run out of ideas on how to fight the Democrats. Like I said, their policies are so unpopular that the only thing they can do is shit like this. While Americans are struggling to pay more than ever for the holidays, Kamala Harris is out buying a $375 pot. Oh my God, the hypocrisy. 
I can't believe Kamala Harris is buying a $375 pot, folks. These are the same people that worship a man who literally lived in a golden tower named after himself. A billionaire who spent most of his time playing golf. Never had anything to say when Melania was wearing a dress worth $51,000. Crickets! But Kamala Harris, oh my God, she bought a $350 pot. Democrats are the devil. They're hypocrites. How can you make fun of them? They just do such a good job of making fun of themselves. How can anybody not be humiliated to be a conservative? They're not, I know, because you don't have the ability to have shame. But still, the rest ah. of us are pretty ashamed of you. And uh, Speaking of Beyond Parody, folks, here's another conservative dipshit who thinks everything is communism, folks. Hey, there's laws that you have to wear your seatbelt. Communism. You can't whip out your dick in the store. Communism. Anything that somebody tells you you have to do is communism. That's how it works. What's up, America? What's going on, man? Ah, fucking America sucks. Why? <laughs> because of Biden. That, that fast, it sucks? That bastard sucks bad. Yeah, he sucks bad. bad. So, young man, listen to me. I want all of you to listen to me. I am 52 years old. If somebody tells you you have to do something, that's communism. That's communism they are is. absolutely stripping your rights as a United States American. As far as vaccinations goes, I did mine. But nobody should tell you what your choice is. That is communism. communism. Hey, next week they'll be telling you you can't drink a Coca-Cola. What is that? That's communism. communism. They're already deleting comments off of YouTube. That's communism. communism. What's up, America? That's right. A corporation worth a trillion dollars is doing what they want to with their own platform. Communism, because we all know trillion dollar corporations are the essence of communism. If I know one thing about communism, it's that. Good God, America. Doomed as doom can be, I must say. And uh, folks, if you're going to commit treason, you might not want to wear the same beanie for your Facebook profile picture that you wore when you were committing the treason. Just saying, but these people, not that smart. Not that smart. So this brain genius like I said, decided to wear the same beanie that says lions, not sheep, in her profile picture that she wore during the Capitol insurrections. And yeah, she got busted. The Capitol Police, the Colorado Springs, busted the shit out of the feds, busted the shit out of her, of course. And so hilarious. Trump supporters believing that they're not sheep. They would literally lick Trump's butthole if he whispered it to him. They would literally did try to overthrow our democracy, overturn the will of the people, and install Trump as a dictator because he told them to. Yet, we're the lions, not sheep. Uh, yeah, you're the embarrassments. You are definitely beyond parody, so enjoy your slap on the wrist, which is all that you'll get. I mean, yeah, Trump signed an executive order that anybody who destroys federal property gets 10 years in jail minimum instantly, but that was made for black folks and those that support black folks. Trump supporters, nah, nah. Slap on the wrist to all of you. Doesn't matter if you try to overthrow the government or not and commit treason. Who cares, right? You're white, so enjoy that white privilege. And that's my Beyond Parody. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's check the Super Chats and then we'll uh, get on with some. Should watch. Hit the like button, fuckos. Do it. 
Only half of you have done it. I'm so ashamed at half of you. The other half of you are amazing, and you have large penises or tight vaginas. So, Beast Nation says, by that logic, thin blue line is communism. It's all communism, folks. This show right now, communism. Selenia, good news, Dusty. There are two promising treatments for Alzheimer's in the testing phase. Good. Sign me up. When is a vaccine? I want that shit. Shoot up my ball sack. But no vaccine for Tucker Carlson, though. Sad day. But, like, I guess if that makes my grandma happy to think that she's getting the big dick from Tucker Carlson, you go, Granny. It's your birthday. Okay, Drew. Oh, I forgot. What do you want for your fan art to celebrate 100? Um, What do I want as my fan art to celebrate 100? Um, How about draw me as a social justice warrior in full armor and a big-ass sword as a phallic symbol? That's what I want. If anything, the fact that gay couples... I already read that. All right. Um, number one advice you'd give a homie right before he talks to a hot chick at a club. Uh, read the signs. If she doesn't seem interested at all, walk away. Uh, don't bother her. Like, first look over and smile. And if she doesn't look back and smile at you, leave her the fuck alone. For the most part, leave them the fuck alone. Unless they give you some kind of outward symbol that they are attracted to you before that. Uh, leave them the fuck alone. That is my advice to you. Much love, Dusty. Hey, thank you, Joseph. Much love to you. Good to see you tonight. All right, cool. Let's do some Chud Watch. Got to sing the old theme song because I haven't sung in a while. So if you know the words of the old theme, it's very complicated. Sing along with me. Because Chud Watch, it's time for Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and Make fun of them. I got the words wrong. It doesn't even matter. It's my own song and I can't even remember the fucking words. Chud Watch. Coming at you. And uh, folks, did you see this one? So here's uh, Lauren Boebert. Got 5.7 million views. Calling her fellow representative, Eli Omar, a terrorist, basically. These are the same people that continuously tell us, Hey, why don't you people act more civil? Why, why, Why don't you accept us? We need more camaraderie. Can't we just all get along? They don't give a shit, folks. Just because Ilar Omar is a Muslim, going to basically insinuate she's a, a terrorist. Because this is what conservatives put in power in the highest political body in the land. Actually, I have an Ilhan story for you. So, <laughs> so uh, the other night on the House floor was not the, my first jihad squad moment. Uh, so... I was getting into an elevator with one of my staffers and he and I are, we're leaving the Capitol, we're going back to my office and we get in the elevator and I see a Capitol Police officer running hurriedly to the elevator. I see fret all over his face and he's reaching and I'm like, what? I can't, the door's shutting, like I can't, I can't open it, like what's happening? I look to my left and there she is, Wilhan Omar and I said, well, she doesn't have a backpack. We should be fine. <laughs> they're all like failed comedians. They all think they're in some kind of stand-up comedy act. Everywhere the conservatives go, it's just so embarrassing. <laughs> so we only had one floor to go. And I was like, ah, do I say it or not? I looked over. And I said, oh, look, the Jihad Squad decided to show up for work today. <laughs> oh, yeah! You were bitched to your co-workers for no reason. Yeah. Why can't we all be more civil? Why aren't the left more accepting? So much for left-wing tolerance. No. 
We don't have to be civil to you. We don't have to be tolerant to you. We don't have to fucking be friends with you. Because that is the last thing you fucking scumbags want. On Twitter, the talk for her. She she's not tough in person. She doesn't. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're so tough, Lord. Such a badass. And so, uh, like I said, folks, they have no want in them to be civil whatsoever. They're basically trolls. This is what the conservative movement rewards. Just whoever can be the biggest fucking piece of shit. That's who they want in office. You don't have to have any ideas. You don't have to have any platforms. You don't have to work for the American people. All you have to do is treat others like shit. And they love you for it. And here's her talking about her colleague, Ilar Omar. And uh, basically refusing to give a public apology for what she said. Hey, everyone. This is Lauren with a quick update on a phone call I had today with squad member Ilhan Omar. I had reached out to her Friday and three days later, I was able to connect with her on the phone because I wanted to let her know directly that I had reflected on my previous remarks. Now, as a Uh strong Christian woman who (laughs) values faith deeply, I mm. never want anything I say to offend someone's religion. Right. This is the fuck your feelings, people. Yeah. Yeah. She called her a terrorist and uh, said she wasn't tough. But, oh, she's not trying to offend anybody's religion, is she? No, definitely not. She's so fucking sincere. Doesn't the Bible say something about lying? So I told her that. Even after I put out a public statement to that effect, she said that she still wanted a public apology because what I had done wasn't good enough. So I reiterated to her what I had just said. She kept asking for a public apology. So I told Ilhan Omar that she should make a public apology to the American people for her anti-American, anti-Semitic, anti-police rhetoric. She continued to press and I continued to press back. And then Representative Omar hung up on me. Good. Rejecting an apology and hanging up on someone is part of cancel culture 101 and a pillar (laughs) of the Democrat Party. (laughs) It's cancel culture. It's cancel. Anybody that says cancel culture, please, please bully anybody that says cancel culture. We're going to get into Cal Kalinske spreading a woke uh, narrative later. Bully the fuck out of these people. God damn it. Fuck these people. So ridiculous. And uh, here she is. Saying Joe Biden has destroyed the country. First off, if Joe Biden can destroy the country in 10 months, was a uh, pretty fucking shaky to begin with, wasn't it? You guys act like you love America so much and America's the greatest, America's the best, yet it can be completely destroyed, crash the ground in 10 months. Democrats, one party rule for one year, have completely destroyed. That's not even true. There's not one party rule, but go ahead our nation mm-hmm. every policy that they champion is destroying our country they have their way and it is failing but i mean obviously not true we've uh done a lot to i don't want to say get rid of but severely help poor children in this country Here's a Fox News' own graphic going to explain to you the boom is real, the Biden boom. Department stores, compared to when Trump was president, compared to now, was plus 7.6% when Trump was president, up 40% now. Electronics, 17% when Trump was president, 29% now. Jewelry, the same. Luxury, 17% when Trump was president, 92% now. So, uh, yeah, 
everything she fucking says is wrong. Like Biden, not the greatest president ever, but compared to Trump doing an amazing job, very low bar. But the the country is on a much better track. Yeah, the Democrats suck, but like it's a false equivalence. They're so much better in every conceivable possible way than conservatives are. Biden is better in every conceivable possible way than Trump was. So, yeah, you can say Democrats suck, but if you're not spending more time shitting on conservatives because they're much, much, much worse in every fucking possible way than you're on Democrats, then all you're doing is helping to make sure conservatives take and maintain power and you're hurting the country. You're fucking part of the problem and you're my enemy. So, uh, yeah, gas prices are falling, too. Gas prices here under $3 a gallon. Can't wait for the media to tell me how that's bad for President Biden somehow. And they will, folks. Fox News will tell you that. Remember when gas prices went up under Trump? Trump said, hey, gas prices are up. Oil prices are up. That's good for the oil companies. And they cheered for him. Whatever happens, it's always good when it's Trump. Whatever happens, it's always bad whenever it's Biden. That's why you can't listen to any fucking thing they goddamn say. Yeah, at least Democrats are trying. At least they're making policy. At least they're trying to push us in the right direction. Like Biden did undo all that stupid banning trans people from the military. They did give permanent child tax credits. They did give us, you know, money for the uh, pandemic. That's some good stuff. Much better than they did get infrastructure passed. It's not the best infrastructure, but it's better than any president has done in my lifetime. So both sides, am I right? No, fuck you. And fuck this one-sided Jimmy Dore narrative. And even Cal Kalinske is pushing the shit too. Democrats so bad. Yeah, fuck that bullshit. All you're doing is you're spreading the narratives that help Republicans stay and maintain power. And uh, you're trash for it. And um, now they're cra- more craziness from Fox News, folks. They're spreading this narrative that Joe Biden is making up the uh, COVID variants. Now there's a new one, Omicron, or what the fuck's called, that they've discovered in South Africa. Now they, they first discovered in South Africa. Most people don't know this, but South Africa has actually a really good um, system in place to detect these variants. They had to set up a, a, a very good infectious disease uh, sector in South Africa to combat AIDS. So why it was first discovered, this Omicron, in South Africa, it's been discovered all over the goddamn globe. They're pretending like it's coming from South Africa, but that's just the first place to uh, to discover it. So it's it, more racism. But anyway, here they are going to claim that Joe Biden is the one responsible for, I guess, uh, fictitiously making up these variants to scare people. The entire key to this is to make people more vaccine hesitant, to make sure more people die, to spread more fear about the Democrats in order to get ratings and make money. The answer is more lockdowns, more lockdowns, more fear. Um, and therefore, he doesn't have to do his job of fixing the supply chain because we'll just keep this whole thing going. It's always yeah. a new variant. And you can always, you'll count on a variant about every October, every yeah. two years. <laughs> oh, I think it's going to, yep. You know, you're probably right. I mean, it, However, they could speed up. Uh, the variants <laughs> could come more quickly. Uh, and the we're going to need a new uh, variant here. <laughs> my gosh. The answer my is more gosh. lockdowns. Yeah, more I can just call it up and say, we need a new variant. That's how it works, folks. Isn't that how it works? And so even though they're one of the main mouthpieces trying to make people afraid of the vaccine, trying to make sure more people die, trying to make sure the virus spreads, then they're going to turn around and blame Joe Biden because more people are not being vaccinated. Even though they're the ones making sure that conservatives are not vaccinated. 
This is what they do, folks. They cause the problem, and then they blame Joe Biden for the problem they caused. And yet, uh, this year, we have lost more people in this country to COVID uh, than we did during the, the first year of the uh, pandemic when Donald Trump was president, and, and now we have the vaccines. Exactly so, exactly so. The, the pandemic exploded in March of 2020, which was 10 months before Donald Trump was out of office. President Biden, by coincidence, now has been in office for 10 months. More people have died under President Biden than under President Trump, and Biden inherited the, vac the vaccines. Uh, you know, he, he, he came into office promising that he was going to get his arms around this in a way that the previous administration had not. But his, uh, but, you know, vaccination rate is only 58% here, considerably lower than in other places. So he hasn't what got his arms around hmm. it. And as I say, what this is, is just a way of looking like he's doing something meaningful, but in fact, not, not managing this thing very well at all. Well, he pledged that he was going to get 70% uh, of the country vaccinated. That I wonder, hasn't. I wonder what happened to stop him from getting 70% of the population vaccinated. I wonder who was responsible for that. Huh. I can't put my finger on it happened, uh, you know, if people don't want to get the vaccine, and I, I am one who has been vaccinated, but if people don't right. want to get the vaccine, uh, can you blame the president that they don't want to do it? Uh, no, I can well, blame Fox News. I can blame the conservatives for making this a political issue and killing their own constituents. Perhaps not, but then you shouldn't claim that you're going to do it. I mean, I, I think that I think that uh, getting vaccinated is always a matter of uh, uh, is, is a matter of personal choice. You know, one of the uh, decades-long uh, cries of the left is "My body, my choice," and this is a, an area where the uh, people are making the choice not to get vaccinated. I have been vaccinated, and I think that everybody should get vaccinated. I think it's wise to do, but. If, you, if you're not going to be able to do it, you shouldn't claim that you're going to get it done. And, uh, you know, what's happened is there's a big gap now between what President Biden said he would do and what he has managed to do. Yeah, well, he tried. He did everything he could. And you guys have been fear-mongering, like I just showed you, to ensure vaccine hesitancies. So, like, what are you going to do? All you can do is fucking try. He's not a miracle worker. God damn it. And speaking of Fox News, folks, who's surprised at this? So, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell... Her trial started today, and they're showing a picture of her and Jeffy Epstein, and huh, something seems to be missing from this picture Fox News put out. Huh, what could it possibly... Oh, yeah, they edited Trump out. Huh. Tell me it's not a propaganda network. What is the justification for this? Well, we know what it is. They don't give a shit about the truth, and they know that the people that watch them don't actually care about that either, so they can get away with this shit. They'll still suck Trump's dick. They don't care that Jeffrey Epstein had 12 pieces of contact information from Donald Trump, and they were very close friends. There's video of them hanging out. Who gives a shit, right? We're really worried about fucking pedophiles, but we love Trump. None of it makes sense. And I'm actually starting to feel sorry for Mike Lindell. Not really, but a little bit. Doesn't seem to be going well for him. So you guys might remember, he promised he was going to forced the Supreme Court to take his voter fraud case. He was going to apply, put this case on their docket right before Thanksgiving, which was going to force every family in the world, because, you know, other worlds celebrate Thanksgiving just like we do in this country. It's true. And they were going to be like, no, the Supreme Court must rule 9-0 to overturn the election, even though they don't have the power to do that. Don't think about it. The families 
of the Supreme Court justice were going to be pressured during Thanksgiving by all this chatter. And Steve Bannon was telling him, you're a genius for doing this, man. You're a genius for setting family member against family member and causing all this strife. We're going to come back to Bannon later, by the way, in the Joe Rogan segment. Joe Rogan spreading Nazi propaganda, a uh, particular narrative that has been spread repeatedly by Steve Bannon. Nobody's going to be surprised that we're coming back to it anyway. So uh, shockingly, Mike Lindell didn't get it done. He didn't get his case on the docket of the Supreme Court. So now he's just out there blaming everybody. It's never his fault. Here he is blaming uh, the Republican Party, because why not? On tenterhooks about how this rolls. This is the date I put in there. Obviously, this is their complaint. I put this because I wanted to I wanted to have put pressure on there at least to have the complaint so we can go through it uh, piece by piece. And uh, and I put this date on it. Now, I've had many AGs yesterday. I was on the phone with four of them yesterday. And some of them have so much going on right now that, you know, last Friday uh, they put out, they gave them today to, uh, to, to fighting these uh, mandates where uh, kids had to take the vaccine. And that was in many states out there. That was very public on Friday. You have a lot of things that are happening out there very suspiciously, almost trying to slow these guys down. And uh, but we'll have a you know it is like kind of like herding cats. You have different ones at different levels. Well, I do have some a couple of which I don't want to announce right now that said straight up we're not going to do it, and uh, it's a shame. And we're all going to as we're going to have a great way for you to reach out to your own state AG. In fact, Steve, I might I'm going to have that up by five o'clock. Uh, we have the, I will actually have a copy. Anyway, enough of that. He, uh, he mentioned, he claiming that the GOP is involved in a vast conspiracy to keep this off the Supreme Court dockets. Because why wouldn't they do that? I mean, yeah, the RNC completely support Trump in every single way. If they could put him back in power and have him be dictator for life, they would do it. But he got to blame somebody. He blamed Fox News. He can't blame Fox News anymore. So now he's blaming the, the DNC. So uh doesn't seem to go well for him. He had a 96-hour marathon, another one recently, to try to push forward his uh, election lies. And uh, apparently very few people watched. Like a couple thousand people watched his 96-hour stream. Like less people watching his stream than are watching this show. That's how bad it's getting for him. And it, like before few months ago he was getting like a million people to watch his shit but now he's lied too much none of his promises have come true and people are shutting bell on him and it seems like it's taking his toll it looks like he's about to fucking cry so this is the end of his 96 hour telethon and i almost feel bad for him but i don't and if you have a voice you got to speak out and um and we're gonna be that voice and we'll, we'll be back but i just um about to cry you know, everybody watching it depends on all of you now and uh because we've got the tools so we're going to be back and, and talk about the pathway forward and and this is going to be the hope and every and i hope I, uh, yeah and if well, you have a voice hope is dead and uh so is your career or whatever the fuck it was everybody bellowing on you dude I know some dumbasses actually believe you're going to come through with all your lies, but anybody that had a fucking lick of sense knew you were bullshitting from day one, and you kicked the can down the road so much, and now 
No one's believing it anymore. There's only so much you can move the goalpost before everybody abandons your grift. So cannot wait to buy my Dominion pillow from your bankrupt ass. And folks, the same crew that continuously tells you don't play the victim. Stop playing the victim. Hey, the left, all they do is play the victim. Projection. All conservatives do 100% of the time is fucking play the victim. There were 4,000 FU Dennis Pragers just on one tweet last week because I had the chutzpah to say that the unvaccinated are pariahs the way the, that uh, the gays were during the AIDS crisis. But you see, they have a monopoly on victimhood. There are no non-left-wing victims. That's what the- <laughs> There are no non-left-wing victims. Says the guy, 100% going to play the victim. They believe. However, I would argue that, that the unvaccinated are bigger, uh, are bigger pariahs. Mm, were, were AIDS uh, or, or gays or, or people with AIDS banned from travel? Were they, were they banned from restaurants? Were they fired from their jobs? Were they, de- they, were they deprived of a, ma- a way of feeding their family? The unvaccinated are the most hated group uh, since, uh, I would say, since slavery. I, I wish that were true. If that were true, good. You should be, you fucking playgrats. Not getting vaccinated and spreading a disease during the middle of a pandemic. Exactly what you deserve. So enjoy your victimhood, Dennis Prager. You've earned it. And, uh, oh, God. Folks, did you hear about this one? So you guys know who Baked Alaska is. Insurrectionist Baked Alaska was trying to overthrow the government at the uh, January 6th insurrection. Also, he's one of these guys that goes around and streams himself, uh, screaming the N-word. And uh, he pulled a gun. On some people who had a problem with it. He'd been in trouble with the law. So recently he was having a stream, a live stream, folks. You can't make this up. And I guess he was in the bathroom. I don't know where the fuck he was. But he had this music playing on off his playlist. And just so happens while he was playing his own song about how much he loves the police, he got swatted live on his stream. Now, they weren't coming to arrest him for any of the laws he's broken. Which is, you know, kind of shitty. I wish they wish that would have been what was going on. But no, disappointingly, I guess one of the viewers called in and swatted him, claimed that uh, they were holding a woman hostage and she was in uh, danger of being killed. So the police showed up, busted down his door, and he got swatted live while his pro-police song was playing. Unbelievable. Let's watch. Poor cat. Uh, Our cat's freaking out. Like, what the fuck going on? Who are all these people? Deep clear. All right, thank you both for being with us. When we come back, a very passionate article. This is right now. $5 for you. 
pretty hilarious. Although, like, swatting, wrong. Do not swat people, folks. Horrible, don't do that. That's the way to get people killed for no reason. I don't like fucking uh, Baked Alaska. But whoever swatted Baked Alaska is a bigger piece of scum than Baked Alaska is. So don't do that fucking shit, dudes. If you get somebody killed, that's fucking on you. But it is ironic that he was playing the uh, pro-cop song when that happened, so. And, uh... Folks! Kyle Rittenhouse is doing his tour. Now, there's no doubt he's afraid as fuck of getting sued, which he's going to be. He's going to be sued by the family members of the people he killed. Whether they went or not remains to be seen. But uh, he sees what's happened in other places like Charlottesville. I'm going to cover in a minute where the people that were at Charlottesville, like the crying Nazi and Richard Spencer, lost like a $28 million lawsuit. They're not going to pay it, but they lost it. And so he's worried about future lawsuits he's going to face. And so he's doing the tour to pretend like, I'm not racist. I actually love BLM. Bullshit. And shocker, folks. Kyle Rittenhouse was part of the Yang Gang. Who could have possibly have seen that coming? I mean, we've covered it. How white supremacists love Yang. Yes, I know Yang is Asian. Doesn't matter. Yang literally had to come out and disavow all the white supremacists that supported him. That So many of them on 4chan had his back. And so clearly that's what Kyle Rittenhouse is all about. He's one of these trolls on 4chan who reads 4chan and sees how much they celebrate murderers and incels. And he wanted to be a hero to 4chan, which is why he went out and got into this situation where he could murder people. And uh, so now he's going to talk about how uh, he was such a big Yang fan. And also, folks, he doesn't even know anything about politics. He's not into politics. Yeah, he was at a Trump rally. And sure, he was at a Trump rally supporting Trump, but he doesn't support Trump. I mean, just because you're at a Trump rally supporting Trump, does that mean you support Trump? Of course not. A lot of hate for this, but I was a pretty big Andrew Yang supporter before all of this. <laughs> Were you really? Yeah. You were part of the Yang gang? I was part of the Yang gang. Um, <laughs> I like Yang. Yeah, he's a good I'm dude. Sure um, but I wasn't really into politics. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know much about Trump. Uh -huh. um, I didn't know much about Biden. Mm -hmm. I just knew I went to a Trump rally because mm -hmm. Trump supports the police. Yeah. I didn't know much about it. I was a supporter. I just supported him. I went to his rallies, but I didn't. I'm just an idiot. I didn't know, but shh, I was there. I yeah. like, he's a businessman. That's what I liked about Trump. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't know much about politics. I was just a 17-year-old kid. <laughs> but you liked Andrew Yang. I liked Andrew Yang. I, he, I liked his policy a little bit. Yeah. Well, he's he's very smart, interesting guy. Yeah, they all love Andrew Yang, all the right-wing shitheads. Shocker. And then he's going to pretend like when he was pictured with the Proud Boys doing the uh, white supremacy sign, like everybody knows that this sign, first, it was uh, supposed to be a troll on 4chan. Hey, let's all do the OK sign like this. And let's trick liberals into believing this is a white supremacy sign. And then white supremacists started doing it out the ass. What was it? The uh, the Christchurch shooter did that when he was in court. Well-known white supremacists all across the fucking country started doing this every chance they get. So instead of becoming a troll, it actually became a dog whistle for white supremacists to signal each other. And so Kyle Rittenhouse, who no doubt spends all his time on 4chan, got to pretend like he had no idea what this white supremacy sign meant. You're doing it really well there, Cal, for somebody who doesn't know what it is. Picture with the Proud Boy. So he about to claim that, hey, my lawyer, Lynn Wood, who wasn't even there, set me up. I didn't know these were Proud Boys that I was with when I was wearing this free as fuck shirt, hanging out doing the white supremacy sign. So we're doing the tour, like I said. He's worried about getting sued. And he's trying to uh, 
fix his image as a white supremacist by lying about this bullshit. How fucking stupid do you think we are? He says, I didn't know that the OK hand sign was a symbol for white supremacy. Hmm, I'm doing it exactly like they all do, but uh, I didn't know. I'm just an idiot, folks. I was at a Trump rally, didn't support Trump. I don't know anything. I'm just dumb. I'm just a 17 year old. Just as I didn't know those people in the bar were Proud Boys. Uh huh. Totally believable. So he said that uh, his, uh, he's talking about Pierce. Pierce, his former Pierce, set him up to take a picture of these people that he didn't know about. And uh, speaking of his former lawyers, so the right is eating themselves. They've thrown Lynn Wood, former Trump lawyer, hero of the QAnon people, throwing him totally under the fucking bus. And so now he's fighting back. Lynn Wood's burn it all down tour continues. This time he's going after Matt Gates and Marjorie Green Taylor. So Lynn Wood says, below is your seven rays of light congresswoman hard at work on your taxpayer dollars, Georgia. Where is Matt? I thought he was her spotter. Maybe just when they are together soliciting your hard-earned money in between renditions of Elizabeth Clare's prophet prayer to Satan. Only God knows for sure. So, yep, let them fight. I love watching this goddamn trash take itself out. And Like I said, Lynn Wood was the former lawyer of Kyle Rittenhouse. They're trying to steal millions of dollars from each other. Just beautiful to watch the whole thing collapse. And uh, speaking of Kyle Rittenhouse, he says, hey, I'm a supporter of Black Lives Matter. And then Kyle Rittenhouse actually says something that's true. Something that nobody on Fox News agrees with. It's actually a narrative they actively fight against. But he said, if they did this to me, imagine what they could have done to a person of color who doesn't maybe have the resources I do. Or if it's not widely publicized like my case. And huh. I wonder if there's like a legal course that you could take that explores how the judicial system is not fair based on racial lines. Huh? I wonder what that would be called if that existed. Oh, well, you're literally talking about critical race theory on a network who continuously demonizes critical race theory. But you don't give a fuck. Like I said, he's doing the tour to try to recuperate his image so he doesn't get fucking sued. And uh, once again, they've turned on him. Not everybody, but a lot of the people in the conservative mood are turning on Kyle Rittenhouse. And you love to see it because he said that he supports BLM and you can't have that. The racist pieces of shit will not have it. So they're like, now this bitch ass supports BLM middle finger. And it's a brown middle finger. He supports BLM now. So why'd he shoot up the BLM pedophile junkie felons? Oh, for justice sake, your 15 minutes are up, kid. And then, oh, shit, one, yep. Love to see it. I hope you become a pariah with everybody on both sides of the aisle, you fucking psychopathic killer. And like I said, folks, this is why he's so scared. This is trying, why he's trying to recuperate his image. Jury finds Unite the Right defendants liable for more than $26 million in damages. So, yeah. Jason Kessler, Matthew Heimbach, Richard Spencer, and the crying Nazi Christopher Cantwell were among the defendants. Got to pay $28 million now for creating that hate-fueled uh, protest or whatever you want to fucking call it. Obviously, they're not going to pay, folks, but hopefully they'll bankrupt the shit out of these people. 
hopefully every penny they get will go to uh, either defending themselves, trying to do what they can not to pay this, which is exactly what they're going to do. But hopefully it makes their lives even harder. An important blow to white supremacy. And I'm here for it. I wish the same thing would happen to Kyle, but it won't. I doubt very seriously he'll have to pay anything, but we'll see. At least the legal fees will be uh, substantive that he'll have to face. So you got to find the tiny justice where you can. And uh, Ted Cruz doing what the fuck Ted Cruz does. Pretending like the variants are just some kind of democratic ploy to scare people. Right-wing chud Michael Knowles says, spoiler alert, there's always going to be another variant. And Ted Cruz says, true that. It's just to scare you. Don't believe it, folks. And then people are pointing out, hey, all the other bullshit you said about COVID-19 turned out to be a fucking lie also. Hmm. What about this, Ted Cruz? Let me rewind it. It's got 6.6 million views. This is what he said uh, before the election. If it ends up that Biden wins in November, I hope he doesn't. I don't think he will. But if he does, I guarantee you the week after the election, suddenly all those Democratic governors, all those Democratic mayors will say, everything's magically better. Go back to work. Go back to school. Suddenly the problems are solved. You won't even have to wait for Biden to be sworn in. Mm -hmm. All they'll need is election Mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. And suddenly their willingness to just destroy people's Mm -hmm. lives and livelihoods they will have accomplished their task. That's wrong. It's cynical. And and, and, and we shouldn't be a part of it. That's right. Totally cynical. Didn't that happen, folks? Having all the Democratic governors saying, hey, it's over. No one talks about COVID anymore. It's completely. What's that? That's not true. People are still dying all over the place. We're still talking about it. Huh? It's almost like he was completely full of shit and trying to downplay a pandemic in order to score political points. Huh? Curious. Curious what a piece of shit he is. And all right, folks, that's my shut watch. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's read the super chats and move on. Already 90 minutes into the show. So much for me only doing a 90 minute show. Still got all this shit to cover, folks. I'm like a little bit more than halfway. So it looks like overtime tonight. Who's shocked? Not you. Hit the like button, everybody. 900 people watching, 539 likes. 400 of you are ass in a bad way. Lang Diggity, what's up, Dusty? What's up, Lang? My patience is gone with door left. The doorknobs. Yeah, I don't have much patience for them either. They're pretty crickets nowadays. They don't want to talk to me anymore. These people are Republicans and should be treated as such. Kyle as well. Yep. Agreed. That's the Sargon Griff. Anybody that can't see it at this point is just uh, willingly ignorant. Your ego would not allow you to admit that you're wrong. It's sunk cost fallacy. You've spent so much time defending door that your ego won't let you admit you're wrong. And so you continue to do it and double down on it. Dancer to die for. Looks like we got adopted by another cat. Hey, thank you for your service. Hero. Thanks for all your work you do for the animals. Love you. Hey, love you, Dancer. Very generous for $25. Good to see you tonight. You are immortal now. Edward Shore, vaccinate so we can finally make COVID-19 a thing of the past. It's been far too long. Logic Dusty. Yep. Get your booster shots. Vaccinate. Are you going to make the list? You don't want to make my list. Much love, Dusty. Much love to you, Joseph. All right, I already read that. All right, cool. More Super Chats if you want to, if you're able. All right, next up, going to do a brand new section. First time I've ever done this. Don't know if I'll ever do it again, but we're going to do it now. I like to call it, no one wants to work anymore. This is what the chuds always say when they can't play slave wages. They, keep, they don't pay people living wages. 
and they make them work in the service industry where they get abused day in and day out and nobody wants to do that fucking job for a very low pay. And it's not that people don't want to work anymore. It's that they don't want to work shit jobs where they get abused while they make other fucking people rich. And this stuff could have easily gone in the Karen section. But since it highlights the frontline workers working mostly minimum wage jobs, the heroes trying to feed us in the service industry, going to cover this. And uh, here's an angering one. Here's why they don't want to work anymore because of shit like this. Yeah, call the cops. Have that dude fucking arrested. I wonder why they don't want to work for low wages anymore. Hmm. Let's check some other examples. Here's one. At a bar, it looks like. Let's see how this Karen behaves. Why are you doing this? I'm completely reasonable. Hey, no one wants to work anymore. It's a mystery. I guess they're just all lazy. That's what it is. They got too much government money. These fucking poors, they need to get back to fucking work so we can abuse them. And good God, y'all. This next one's hard to believe, but it's not. Imagine spending the rest of your life in jail, which this man is going to do. He is going to spend the rest of his life in jail because you didn't get your pizza fast enough. He went too far when he was told his Little Caesars pizza was not hot and ready. Pulling an AK-47 on employees and demanding his food ASAP. He points the gun up, points it at me. Where's my pizza? I want my pizza now. Kimberly Morell told a local news station in Knoxville, Tennessee, that it was her first day on the job. The hangry customer, identified by police as 53-year-old Charles Doty Jr., reportedly became upset when he was told he would have to wait 10 minutes for a pepperoni pizza. Morell says he left the store, went to his car, and came back with the weapon. Disbelief that someone would do that over a 10-minute wait on a $6 pizza. Another customer in the store who had gotten her pepperoni pizza reportedly gave it over to Doty, and that was enough to make him leave. The employees called the police, who tracked him down and arrested him. We are not always hot and ready. <laughs> never freaking listen to that. We are not always hot and ready. 
Doty is reportedly charged with aggravated kidnapping and four counts of aggravated assault. He is in jail on a $90,000 bond scheduled to appear in court Monday. You just gotta laugh to keep him crying. This country's so fucking crazy. Gotta spend the rest of his life in jail because they didn't want to wait 10 minutes on a fucking pizza. But hey, nobody wants to work anymore. Shh. Fucking lazy pores. Get your ass back to work. Don't make me grab the AK-47. <laughs> and last up on Nobody Wants to Work Anymore, here's uh, some drive-in workers dealing with some abuse from White Trash. Let's have a look. Skip ahead. Then they, then they go inside. Everybody's quitting, eh? Get the fucking work pours. Our food's not gonna make itself, and <laughs> God damn it, this country just collapsing all the fuck around us. And I just have to laugh at it now. I can't take it seriously anymore. I'm back to not taking this life seriously anymore. For a while, I was like, Ugh, I'm gonna work hard on this show and try to make the world a better place. Nah, let's just watch it collapse. Eat the popcorn. What you gonna do? There's no hope for these people. There's no hope for any of this. And all right, folks, and now there's even more of this because we're going to do the Karen section because it's clear you're just a mess. You should be Karen less. It's obvious you're completely out of touch because, bitch, you're Karen too much. Nailed it. And first off on the Karen Cavalcade. This is a Coles. So uh, these little black girls are teenagers, I guess. These young black ladies are doing what teenagers do. They're playing with a shopping cart in a Coles parking lot. And these fucking boomer motherfuckers got to come over and harass them and call the cops on them because they're playing with a shopping cart in the parking lot of the store. 
Oh, well, I take it back, okay? We can take a cart back ourselves. We're literally in the cold parking. Don't touch her. Let go of the cart, bro. Let go of the cart. You got two minutes. I don't give the PD right behind me. Imagine caring so much about a shopping cart of a store you don't even work at that you have to harass teenagers over it. This is old people. I got to get myself involved. This is my business somehow. Just God damn it. The PD, okay? I just she just said that she'll walk it back. Like, what is your problem? But she just said she's going to walk it back, so I don't understand okay. why he's putting his Call hands on. Call the winner PD. We're going to arrest some people here. <laughs> You're such jokes. Brooklyn, get your phone. You have your phone? Yeah. Let's, let's call the police for black Brooklyn folks. Brooklyn, like call my dad. <laughs> Brooklyn, grab my phone so I can call my dad, bro. Huh? We're not going nowhere, though. Where are we going? We're literally in front of cold right now. You're not going cold. You're screwing around. We're in the cold parking lot, though. Call 911. Just back up, sir. Just back up. See? Literally just messing around just, and he's pulling the cart from us saying we're stealing. Just watch out. Yeah, leave him alone, dickhead. This is crazy. I'm not going to the car. Oh, just imagine being these people. Just want to fucking pretend like you're so powerful you have to butt in everybody's business. Just fucking shitheads. Here's another example of it. This, uh, I guess this guy was catcalling these Asian American women and got rejected. And this was his response. Look at this piece of shit. Bitch, I'm black American, you piece of shit. Chinese guy you killed. They in everybody's country. They in everybody's country, you fucking monkey. Monkey ass piece of shit. Fucking monkey. You fucking monkey. Piece of shit. Fucking black American hates you, you ugly monkey. Get the fuck out my country. You got your own country, fucking monkey. You fucking monkey. We're trying to leave, but he he won't leave us. You fucking ugly ass monkey. I'm black American. I'm higher than you, you ugly monkey. Michael Jordan, Kim Kardashian, fucking my race. (laughs) Kanye West, you fucking monkey. You a monkey, you piece of shit. Black American hates you, you ugly motherfucker. Piece of shit. Fuck out my country. You fucking monkey. Like, I'm not speaking for the black community, but uh, I'm pretty sure this guy does not represent the black community or any fucking body else. This racist piece of shit. Get them out of your fucking mouth. What does that even mean? Kim Kardashian. Uh, Yeah. uh, Kanye West. Just nothing going on his brain. Just a low watt bulb. Barely enough electricity to even keep himself breathing. So he has to repeat himself over and over again. Use the same racial slurs he's heard used against himself and other people. Because he's fucking trash. And uh, speaking of trash, another teacher who seems way too comfortable using the N-word in class. Just gonna go ahead and say, you about to lose your job. But you didn't say that. But you didn't have to say it like that. You could have said a bad word except for that word. Exactly. Any word's okay except for that. So dyke and fag, those are okay? Nobody said that. Nobody said that. No, she said I could have said some other word to make my point. You didn't have to say that word. Hey, I went I went for the jugular. You're absolutely right. But as you know, my kids are half African American. That still doesn't give you the oh right to say it. Are you? So why does Drake you? have the right to say it? Because that's part of his culture. That's oh, being black, calling though? other people nigger is part of his culture. Well, I'm saying it. Yeah. 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 I'm 
Yeah. And putting it in quotation marks. Yeah, I know. So that don't mean you still say it. Yeah, uh, you're gonna lose your job, so good luck on the unemployment line, you fucking dumbass loser. Holy shit. When you gonna learn your lesson, old man? And uh, last up, I'm caring too much. This went super viral this week. I guess uh, this black dude has a job checking the parking permits in this apartment complex. Apparently he had his uh, name tag around his neck, his placard or whatever that said he worked there. And he said in the follow-up message that he told them what he was doing. But instead, they're asking, papers, please. Then they assault him because he's doing his job while black. This dude, you'll see in a second, he literally has a headlamp on his head shining brightly. What kind of fucking criminal goes around with a headlamp on their head? So call whoever you want to call. Huh? Yeah? It's a secure building. Okay, so how do you think I got in here? We don't know. Did I follow you in here? Put that fucking... Dude, seriously? No. You're attacking me. Seriously? Put that... Seriously? Get that phone out of here. No. No. Hey! Hey! What the hell's wrong with you? You stupid? No! Stop Try it! Something. Stop it! Try something. Get what? the fuck Stop out of it. my building. So I don't know why, but this footage is washed out it's not it wasn't washed out when i was watching it earlier i have no idea why my computer's doing something crazy anyway yeah he calls they call the cops on him and the cops come and uh nothing happens i don't know if they're gonna arrest this guy for assault later but they didn't arrest him when i was researching this earlier so yeah typical behavior black guy in the parking lot you must be up to no good papers please fuck you i ain't gonna tell you shit and that's my karen section check the super chats i'm gonna continue on about into some goddamn overtime here. Hit the like button, everybody, please. Here's some cash for kerosene and matches. Get busy, I know. Burn it all down. Max Carter, no $5. Hot and ready in Biden's America. I know, right? The radical left wants you to wait longer than your pizza. I know, right? It's no longer 30 minutes or it's free. Biden ruined everything. McConaughey, McConaughey refused for his character to lose uh, the God argument when filming Contact. They rewrote the script to appease him so he wouldn't walk out. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Great actor, though. i got to say, McConaughey is a brilliant actor. Does some really good roles. I can't shit on him for that. Nate's Garden. I'm a doorknob, but he has jumped the shark repeatedly lately and will gladly discuss this, bro. Okay, well, then you agree with me and everything I'd say then, I would guess, right? If you agree, he's jumped the shark. Were you kidding about the whole Karen being a white supremacist or a, a racist term? Because that's sort of silly. Um, dancer to die for. Looks like we've got adopted by already Read that. All right. Uh, all right. Let's do the trash world. Sing along if you know the worlds. Cause trash world, trash world. Destify hell is trash world, trash world. And first off, on the trash world. So, uh, you guys probably saw this last week. I'm sure you already saw this, but you might not have seen this clip. This is a uh, cow. Carruth? Another fucking cow. What is it with goddamn cows? Cow is like the new Karen now. So this is the guy who uh, murdered the father of the children of the woman he was dating. We're going to show you that clip next if you haven't seen it. But uh, here's from 2015 where this fucking piece of shit murderer 
goes on this show and declares, hey, people with guns are much, much, much less likely to commit crimes. Huh. Foreshadowing. In addition to it, I mean, the state of Texas has we have a prime example with our state capital. Yeah. You know, people talk about how unsafe it is to have guns in chambers, but it's actually the exact opposite of that, because the individuals that would be carrying in there are licensed holders. They have been vetted by the state. They are shown statistically to be 12 times, not 12 percent, 12 times less likely to commit any type of violation of the law, not just a violent crime, any type. So intimidation, Mm -hmm. any type of crime, they're 12 times less likely to commit that crime. Kyle Carruth, thanks for stopping by today. Thank you for having me. Log on. Yeah, folks, gun owners, 12 times less likely to commit crimes, you know, like cold-blooded murder. Which leads us to the next clip. Warning. Warning. This clip contains murder. If you don't want to watch a guy get murdered, do not watch this clip. So uh, the whole uh, Cal Rittenhouse thing has made it open season on shooting people. Now they believe that you can add a gun to the situation. And if anybody tries to defend themselves against that gun, you can murder them. So this piece of shit, he has no ties at all to the children of the woman he's dating. But he got to interject himself into this situation with their father and murders their fucking father. And the crazy thing is how nonchalant everybody is about this. The woman filming the video says that she thought he just had some kind of like a airsoft gun or something. She didn't realize he had actually murdered the dude. That's why she was so nonchalant about it. But warning, murder. This can't be TOS. This is all over YouTube, right? I'm pretty sure that this is not, uh, surely they're not going to knock me for showing this video when it's, you think I shouldn't show this? Let me see if it's on, uh, let me go to YouTube and see if this is on YouTube. Let's see. Uh, I'll just go over here. Go to my YouTube and see, uh, what is that guy's name? I'm pretty sure that's got to be all over YouTube by now. Um, what was his fucking name? I said it before. Here we go. So I'll just pull up this one. Kyle Carruth. All right. Let's see. No, show it. Show it. All right. Let's see. Come on. If it's all over YouTube, I'm just going to show it. Because surely they're not going to ban me if it's already fucking all over YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Um, there it is. 19,000 views. There it is. Uh, 84,000. Okay, it's all over YouTube. So surely they're not going to ban me for showing something that's already fucking all over YouTube. Right? All right, so we're going to watch it, folks. Warning! Death! Don't show it. Better double check. We get the picture already. We don't need to see GOP porn. All right, I guess I won't fucking show it. So anyway, what happens here is... uh. This little twerp decides to interject himself into the custody battle. I guess he had permission to see his kids. He has, like, part custody of them. He's going to pick his kids up. And this twerp decides, I'm going to get in your fucking face. And so they're doing this whole thing where they're chest bumping each other. And uh, so he pulls out a gun, and this guy tries to grab the gun from him. And uh, then he backs up, and so the guy just point blank murders him in cold blood and claims it was self-defense. Just crazy as fucking shit. So just open season on people now. But I'm pretty sure this guy hasn't been arrested yet, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be arrested. I would bet that he's going to be convicted of murder. That would be my guess. People are pissed. They should be. 
but I'm pretty sure that uh, that he's going to be convicted of murder for this. But folks, like if somebody pulls a gun on you, the only correct response is to run away from them or to be like, hey, uh, you're the captain now. Do not try to take guns from people. Do not try to fight back against guns. I'm just saying. Like sometimes, occasionally, you're a hero and you survive and you win. But like nine times out of ten, these people get killed for this kind of shit. Don't do it. Don't fuck around people with guns. Your life is worth more than that. Definitely sad. All right, I guess I won't fucking show it. God damn it. All right, and uh, next up. Oh, this is the same footage. Oh, there we go. So they're arguing, they're arguing. I'm not going to show the whole thing. I'll just stop it before he does it. So he tries to pull the gun from him. He backs up, and then he murders in point-blank range right there. You see it. Not self-defense in any way whatsoever. He's a good 10 feet from him. Aiming the gun, going to murder the guy point-blank range. Not going to show it, though. That's all you get to see. So if you want to say that, you can, I guess. Fucking pieces of shit. And, uh, oh yeah, now we're at the Joe Rogan! Joe Rogan! Sharing straight-up Nazi propaganda. Now, first, folks, I want to say that I do not believe that Joe Rogan knows what he shared is Nazi propaganda. Joe Rogan believes the last thing he heard. And if you actually go look at Joe Rogan's Twitter feed, the vast majority of people he follows are right-wing shitheads. And so it's no surprise that Joe Rogan is inundated with chud bullshit all day long. And so it's no surprise he will be sharing what turns out to be Nazi narratives. But, all right, so we're going to break this apart. First off, let's pretend like this political compass he's sharing is not a Nazi uh, narrative. Regardless of that, it's incredibly fucking stupid. So he posts this political compass. First off, in the uh, box... That is, authoritarian right. Usually, Nazis are in this box. Alt-right, far-right extremists are in this box. But he has, in the box that usually has Nazis and far-right extremists, strong men. Yeah, yeah. The far-right authoritarians, they're strong men, aren't they? They're so strong. They're the strong men. And then, strong men leads to right-wing libertarianism. Which are good times. Yeah, good times. Right-wing libertarianism, always good times, isn't it? I dare anybody fucking tell me that Joe Rogan is not a fucking right-wing shithead now. Yes, I know that at one time he said, "Uh, maybe I'll vote for Bernie Sanders. But it just shows you that his politics aren't actually about anything of substance. It's just wherever the fucking wind blows. Because Bernie Sanders would definitely be considered a left-wing authoritarian by Joe Rogan, the people Joe Rogan listens to. But so the good times that the right-wing libertarians brought us, also brought us by the uh, right-wing authoritarian strongman, leads to weak man. You know, the weak beta males, the left-leaning libertarians. You're so weak. Which leads to left-wing authoritarians, hard times. Yeah. The right-wing authoritarians are strong men, but the left-wing authoritarians, hard times. So this is Nazi propaganda. When you add this picture with what he's saying here, the two things together. Now, separately, I guess a case could be made. Yeah. Okay, Dusty, this in itself is not a Nazi. And this in itself is not Nazi. The two things together are absolutely Nazi propaganda. I'm going to show you in just a minute. I'm going to add the evidence. I have the receipts. Going to 
educate you all about this. So he says, underneath this political compass that he puts, we are in Kali Yuga. I don't know if that's how you pronounce that, but that's how I'm going to pronounce it. The age of conflict. All of the chaos we're seeing right now was predicted by Hinduism thousands of years ago. All right, even if this wasn't Nazi propaganda, this is so fucking stupid. Hindus didn't fucking predict anything. Hinduism is just the same fucking ridiculous religious bullshit fairy tales that all the other goddamn religions are. No predictions whatsoever, just idiocy. So regardless if this is Nazi propaganda or not, this is fucking stupid. Then he goes on to say, civilizations move in predictable cycles and we are in the lower left-hand square of the chart. I guess over here with weak men because of the left, we're weak men. Do your best to elevate yourself and the world around you from the madness that is in the air, says a guy who platforms Alex Jones. A guy literally responsible with spreading tons, tons of fucking madness that is in the air. Vaccine propaganda, vaccine hesitancy, right-wing talking points, fucking Joe Rogan shares that shit everywhere. Joe Rogan is way more of a man than Dusty. Hey, I got no problem with that. Like, that's just toxic masculinity. I don't give a shit about being a man. That has no effect on me whatsoever. You can say I'm feminine if you want to. Like, being feminine is not a bad thing. Being feminine actually has a lot of pros to it. So, uh, he can be... He can be a big burly man all he wants to. That's cool with me. I ain't got no problem with it. He can take those steroids and have those big steroid nipples all he wants to and have a head that looks like a big fucking thumb. You be a manly man, Joe Rogan. Anyway, but understand that this insanity is all part of an infinite process. So uh, let's dig in to this meme and Kali Yuga. So why is Kali Yuga still popular on the Internet? Well, the reason it's popular on the Internet these days is because it is a Nazi meme spread by Nazis. First off, I saw this thread on Reddit. Joe Rogan posting just actual Nazi propaganda. And I was like, why is this, along with this statement, Nazi propaganda? So I looked into it. And apparently, it got taken up and popularized by far-right extremists, by Nazis, because of their celebration of this woman, Savitri Devi. Let me uh, scroll down. Who was Savitri Devi? And why are her ideas being resurrected now? Despite the sorry and the name, she was a European born Maximani Portis to an English mother. From an early age, she despised all forms of egalitarianism. A beautiful girl is not equal to an ugly girl, she told an interviewer sent by the Holocaust and Naira Ernst Sundel in 1978. Swept up by Greek nationalism, she arrived in Athens in 1923 at the same time as thousands of refugees displaced after Greece's disastrous military campaign in Asia. She blamed the Western allies for... Uh, Hitler was Germany's champion, but she said his desire to eradicate Europe's Jews and restore the Aryan race to its rightful position of power made him her fewer too. So she is the one who popularized and spread this uh, modern version of Yagi Kala. What the fuck is that? Shut the fuck up. Of, uh, let me show you. Also, this is a uh, uh, talking. What the fuck? Why is it dying? Fuck that. We'll go to this story of uh, Kali Yuga. So here's another. There's been lots of articles written about this, 
And I don't have time to go into why Nazis have resurrected this Kali Yuga narrative and uh, popularize it amongst each other. So you guys can go read all these uh, articles yourself. I'm just going to point out a few things that these articles say. Let's see. Uh, one upshot of claiming Indo-European Aryan heritage. This is what the Nazis are doing now. Um, anyway, I guess I won't go into the whole thing. It's just about how the far right and Nazis are spreading the uh, Kali Yaga thing all over the place to declare that we're in some kind of dark age now because of leftism. There's been so many articles written on it. This one talks about uh, Steve Bannon, who has declared himself the mouthpiece of the alt-right, spreading the same narrative. So it's no surprise that we see Joe Rogan spreading the same exact right-wing white nationalist narratives that Steve Bannon does. Here's another article about it. Hindu eschatology, uh, is that pronounced that? And the reactionary mind, which also talks about it. Um, yeah. The election of Trump heralds a dark age of ignorance and violence, warned standard bearers of the centrist liberal opinion, the New Republic and the Atlantic. The far right is inclined to agree. A range of groups whose members increasingly think of each other as part of a common alt-right, from neo-Nazis to more subtle advocates of white identity like Richard Spencer, see our current era as the time of degeneracy and decay, fated to destruction. Some voices in the alt-right, such as those as the host of The Right Stuff, this is the Daily Shoah, meaning the Daily Holocaust, this is the stuff that they're pushing. They are out on record saying, we do in fact live in a dark age, the dark age even. Capital letters, uh, family. Kali Yuga. Pushing the same Nazi narrative that Joe Rogan is. And this goes on. The alt-right is making the Kali Yuga its own. Prominent alt-right websites feature essays citing South Asian religious texts and warning that Aryan prophets foretold the moral dysfunction and coming destruction of the modern world. On Twitter, Tumblr, and other social media outlets, semi-ironic memes calling on readers to surf the Kali Yuga circulate, sometimes embedded with Nazi imagery. Discussions of the Kali Yuga are part of the alt-right's larger strategy of appropriating exotic, esoteric, and often deliberately wacky vocabulary and iconography from other discourses. So, like I said, I don't believe that Joe Rogan knows anything about this, but he also didn't bother to look it up. He doesn't research anything. He doesn't give a shit. And even if he doesn't know that this is Nazi propaganda, what he posted in itself is stupid enough to be called out and made fun of. The fact that it's actually Nazi propaganda is just kind of the icing on the fucking cake. So no one's surprised. Keep telling me, no, Joe's not a right-wing shithead. Yeah, yeah, he fucking is. And all right. Cowabunga, bing bong. Chumba wumba, hallelujah. So next up, we're going to shit on Richard Dawkins a little bit. And overtime, who loves overtime? You love overtime. Kali Yuga is really old stuff. Nothing to do with Nazis. Yeah, it's nothing to do with Nazis, uh, but the new modernization of it is to do with Nazis. It's like the term cuckold as an insult. It's been an insult around for a long time, but the new modernization and the resurgence of it being an insult used online is based in racism from 4chan. That's how this shit happens. Okay? So, yes, it is. I just showed you. That's the the, the Nazis are the ones that have made this popular online. No one would have fucking been talking about this or hearing about this if the fucking Nazis would have made this popular online. That's the reason Joe Rogan hears it. So you can deny reality all you want to. You can make excuses all you want to, but it's pretty clear. He fucking literally had the people usually in Nazis in his political compass as strong man, tying the two together is very clear the narrative he is spreading. And it's very clear that this comes from white supremacists online. Keep sucking that Joe Rogan dick. Bootlickers, it's fine. We can make fun of you. 
you're obviously ridiculous and we can all see through your bullshit. And so anyway, Richard Dawkins, never have heroes, folks. Never put your heroes on pedestals. Former hero of mine, Richard Dawkins, has, decide, has signed this, uh, what basically is an anti-trans declaration. Please sign the Declaration of Women's Sex-Based Rights. I have just done so. Got 8,000 likes, people thanking him for it. And basically what this is, is this is a declaration that rights should be based on sex and not gender. See, these people believe that trans women are trying to steal something from cis women. And they're making their lives somehow less safe. And so that the laws that declare uh, your identified gender is how your rights should be based should instead be rewritten. And instead based on nothing but sex going to read you this declaration reaffirms the sex-based rights of women which are set out in convention on the elimination of all forms of discrimination against women adopted by the united nations general assembly on 18 december 1979 further developed blah 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 article one of the cedaw defines discrimination against women to mean any distinction exclusion or restriction made on the basis of sex which has the effect or purpose of impairing or nullifying the recognition, enjoyment, or exercise by women, irrespective of their marital status on a basis of equality of men and women. Sex is defined by the United Nations as the physical and biological characteristics that distinguish males from female. The CEDAW places obligations on state parties to take all appropriate measures, including legislation, to modify or abolish existing laws, regulations, customs, and practices which constitute discrimination against women, and to take in all fields appropriate measures, including legislation, to ensure the full development and advancement of women for the purpose of guaranteeing them the exercise and enjoyment of human rights and fundamental freedoms on basis of equality with men. It has long been understood in this era of human rights that the stereotyped sex roles of men and women are fundamental aspects of women's inequality and must be eliminated to modify the social and cultural patterns of conduct of men and women with a view to achieving the elimination of prejudice and customary. So we go. So then it go into gender. Gender refers to the roles, behaviors, activities, and attributes that a given society at a given time consider appropriate for men and women. These attributes, opportunities, and relationships are socially constructed and are learned through socialization process. Recent changes replaces reference to the category of sex, which is biological, with the language of gender, which refers to stereotype sex roles in the United Nations documentation, strategies, and actions, has led to confusion, which ultimately risks undermining the protection of women and human rights. So basically they're saying, including transgender women because of their gender roles, because of their uh, chosen gender, their identity, with sex-based human rights for women is undermining women's rights because, you know, trans women aren't actually women. The confusion between sex and gender has contributed to the increasing acceptability of the idea of innate gender identities and has led to the promotion of a right to the protection of such identities, ultimately leading to the erosion of the gains made by women over decades. So basically, trans women, they stealing from women. They making women's life worse. Women's rights, which have been achieved on the basis of sex, are now being undermined by the incorporation into the international documents of concepts such as gender identity and sexual orientation and gender identities, no, they're not. Including trans women in the rights of women is what should be done because trans women are women. This is just turf nonsense. And Richard Dawkins signing on to it because that's what he's become. And as, uh, how do you pronounce this woman? Katie Montgomery. She is a uh, popular trans speaker. 
says, openly a science denier now. What a joke. This declaration calls to ban the internationally recommended health care for all trans people under 18. That would involve governments overriding scientists on ideological grounds, as well as the manner of other grim, hateful stuff. Let's see. She wanted to say some more stuff about it. Where the fuck was it, though? Anyway, disappointed in Richard Dawkins, but not surprised. He's been going down this road for a long fucking time. This is just a... An extension of the anti-SJW movement. It's the same exact shit they've done. Like the left criticized Richard Dawkins and the right sucked his dick. So it's caused him to go down this right wing rabbit hole because his ego would not allow him to examine his behavior and tackle his wrongdoings. So instead he has to pretend like he didn't do anything wrong and it's the left that's the problem. So he's throwing his hat in with the turfs. Oh, yeah, and she goes on to say, gender-critical people always claim to be pro-science, but when it comes down to it, they always have to start denying it or claiming it's all a big conspiracy. Transfer it right your brain, as it's very evident here. So don't have heroes, folks. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the victim. Disappointing! And speaking of disappointments, weasel-ass Kyle Kalinske out here pushing the right-wing narrative of woke Like I've told you guys before, conservative policies are very unpopular. They don't have anything. That's why they never tell you what they're going to do. All they do is play the culture wars game. And it's it's just an extension of what used to be political correctness. As my friend L would point out, this is just a cultural Bolshevism, which is an anti-Semitic trope that uh, morphed into PC culture and then morphed into the anti-SJW movement. Now it's morphed into the, uh, the woke. Everything that's woke goes to shit, as Trump says. So their policies, their ideas are so unpopular that all they have is the culture war. All they have to double, all they have is to double down on this idea that uh, the left has come too woke and try to combat that. And it's actually a, a very successful campaign in order to win hearts and minds. And as I pointed out to you guys before, any other person on the left who continues to push this woke narrative is doing nothing but helping the right take and maintain power. So Kyle says, I just want a New Deal Democrat uncorrected by the big money who isn't stupid, ultra-woke and is a leader who gives zero fucks about media. Like if Kyle is meaning here that what he wants is a Democrat who doesn't just pay lip service to progressive ideals and actually does them instead of pandering, that's what he should have said. But by continuing to use the same language that the right does, woke, and help them spread their narratives, all you're doing is helping them. This is literally all they have. Everything is woke. Fight back against the woke. The woke mob is coming for you. Cancel culture woke. And Cal don't give a fuck. Because this is what the fuck he is. He's become Jimmy Dore light. So fuck this weasel. That's my opinion. Do I hear kitties? Yes, kitties everywhere. There are honorable weasels in the audience. Okay. Uh, cow with a sleight of hand grift. Yep. That uh, New York rent is expensive, y'all. And cancel culture, folks, has uh, no bearing on the Grammys at all. So this year, who got nominated for a Grammy? Oh, uh, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, Marilyn Manson got called out for sex abuse. Grammy. Louis C.K.? Who actually liked Louis C.K., but yeah, he got uh, he got canceled, right? Grammy nomination, 
Dave Chappelle made $50 million. Super canceled Dave Chappelle. Grammy nomination. Um, Kevin Hart. Homophobic Kevin Hart. Remember Kevin Hart was so canceled? Grammy nomination. So this is why the whole cancel culture narrative is such fucking bullshit. These people are not actually canceled in any way whatsoever. Powerful people hate the fact that social media now gives the average person the ability to speak their mind and call them out for their bullshit. And they hate it. So they have to double down this right-wing narrative that cancel culture is out of control and they're all being canceled. Instead of what's actually happening, it's consequence culture. They're actually being called out. People using their free speech to speak their mind and they hate it. So they have to pretend like they're the victims of this, these fucking rich-ass millionaires. But as you see here, cancel culture is a fucking myth and it has no effect on their lives. In fact, if anything, they're rewarded for it. Chappelle is uncancelable. Everybody's uncancelable. It doesn't exist. This whole narrative of cancel culture does not exist. It's just bullshit. And uh, crazy story. This should be in the what the fuck section, but I'll just put it in the fucking trash world section. Why not? Cancel culture. Folks, a former Louisiana cop and canine officer sentenced to 20 years for sexually abusing his dog. And also, to top it off, he was a pedophile. So, cool. look how smug he is. So smug, the dog rapist pedophile. A judge in Louisiana this week sentenced a former police officer to spend up to 20 years behind bars for, possess- for possessing child pornography and sexually abusing his dog. The sentence reportedly includes four years each for the five counts of sexual abuse of an animal and 20 years for the lone count of possession of child pornography. Yetman, who began working on the force November 2014 and who reportedly worked a stint in the canine unit, was arrested in December 2018 after a multi-month investigation that reportedly began with investigators looking into another Bossieric City deputy suspected of obtaining and distributing child pornography. In the course of that investigation, investigators reportedly discovered online conversations between the original target and Yetman, in which Yetman said he would like to have sex with children, both boys and girls, according to the court documents obtained by KTBS. Yetman reportedly asked the original target for a pair of used underwear that belonged to the target's seven-year-old daughter. The target provided the underwear to Yetman, who reportedly took them to the homes of other child predators. A forensic examination of videos and images on Yetman's Apple iCloud account also showed him engaging in explicit sexual acts with his dog. And images of prepubescent and uh, prepubescent and pre-pubescent no, and prepubescent children engaged in sexual activities. So, uh, yep, horrible, horrible. It's one sick puppy, I know, right? They should take fucking all canines away from police officers, not just because of this, but because dogs are not your weapons or your fucking tools. But yeah, yikes! Good luck in prison, dude. Fuck, I don't think he's going to have a very easy time of it there. And all right, what a way to end the trash world with. Going to read your super chats, and we're going to finish it up with a couple heroes and then some palate cleansers to cleanse you from this horrible fucking bullshit I have exposed you to. Hit the like button, fuckos. Trans women are hot. Yeah, like trans women are one of the most popular categories of porn on sites like 4chan, sites with these right-wing chuds who are usually extremely transphobic, they fucking love trans women. It's not surprising, though. Like, a lot of times, you hate what you see in yourself. Your own kinks. 
Like, that's why a lot of Republican gay people are always trying to pass anti-gay legislation. They hate themselves as self-hating behavior. Not surprising. Hell, Satan, save kiddies. That's what I do. Thank you, Kuya Rick. Garmin says, congrats on 100, bruv. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks, Garmin. Very generous. And for some of my favorite expressions, bing bong. I invented bing bong. You can look that up. Playgrats invented that too. Invented t-shirts. Invented the facial. Dusty invented all kinds of shit. You about to lose your job. Also invented that. Fuckos. That was all me. And my all-time favorite, logic. I invented logic. Man, Dusty on a roll. Frack yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it, Garmin. Tom Crowell, I don't need your free super chats. I just want to know if you watch the MST3K Turkey Day Marathon. Also, happy war on Christmas. I did not watch that. I do not have cable. Had not had cable in 25 years, so I missed that. But thank you for the $5. Rich Lada, Dustnick. Thanks for all you do, Dustman. Gotta say, all this right-wing disinformation is depressing. I don't know what to do about it. Fight it with love. Make the popcorn. Watch society collapse. I don't know what else to do about it either. I'll just document the collapse of it. We can all hang out together and try to live our best lives when we can. Canine dogs are animal abuse. Agreed. Fuck using dogs for your war on drugs, pieces of shit. And all right, last chance to get your super chats if you want to. Be sure to hit the like button before you go, folks. Gonna do a few heroes, because we can be heroes for just one day. My favorite song. Guess who sings that song? David Bowie, it's David Bowie, folks. No jokes. That is a song by David Bowie, also known as Ziggy Stardust. Was in Labyrinth, David Bowie. No jokes to be had here tonight, folks. And uh, first off on the hero list, Dr. Fauci got no fucks left to give. Starting to fight back by telling the goddamn truth. Speak your gospel. Senator Cruz told the Attorney General you should be prosecuted. Yeah. I have to laugh at that. <laughs> I should be prosecuted. What happened on January 6th, Senator? Do you think that this is about making you a scapegoat to deflect from President Trump? Uh, yes, of course. Obviously. You have to be asleep not to figure that one out. Yep. Well, there are a lot of Republican senators uh, taking aim at this. I mean, That's okay. I'm just going to do my job. And I'm going to be saving lives, and they're going to be lying. It seems another layer of danger to play politics around matters of life and death. Right, exactly. Exactly. And to me, that's, that's unbelievably bad, because yep. all I want to do is save people's lives. Yep. I mean, anybody who's looking at this carefully realizes that there's a distinct anti-science flavor to this. So if they get up and criticize science, Nobody's going to know what they're talking about. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people could recognize there's a person there. So it's easy to criticize. But they're really criticizing science. Yep. Because I represent science. That's dangerous. I mean, the whole thing is the fact that Trump was feckless when it came to the pandemic. Made people less likely to wear a mask, less likely to get vaccinated. And he has to have a scapegoat. So why not blame the fucking doctor? And he knows his cult will latch onto it, and they did. This is why Fauci needs round-the-clock security to protect his life, because they're comparing him to Dr. Mingala, trying to get this poor dude killed when he's just trying to save lives. But that's what conservatism has become, anti-science. Garbage human beings. 
And last up, one more on the hero section. It's a true hero. This guy sacrifices his own car to save this guy who I guess passed out behind the wheel. Categories, superhero. So this guy passed out and this guy's like, well, uh, I want to save lives. I want to save this guy's life and whoever he might hit. So oh, maybe it wasn't that guy that did it. Some other guy then, I guess. What was the guy that did it? Where's the hero at? Uh, hero. Oh, there you go. Hero. Hero come up. There you go. Sacrificing his own car. There you go. Boom. Just a little damage to your fender. No big deal. Way to save those lives, hero. Get that dude a key to the city. Pay for his auto body repair. Need to see more shit like that in this country. And two palate cleansers for you guys. Are you ready to be cleansed? You need something to cheer you up from that goddamn dog raping shit. Yeah, cats are always make a lot of noise. And uh, I'm not crying. You're crying. Here's a heart woman video about these kids trying to give back to a teacher who changed their lives. You know, a lot of schooling is done online these days. And here's how they're trying to celebrate and uh, I guess make their teacher cry. Let's watch. The new cool thing to do, not turn your camera on. I've heard that. I've heard that in some classes, nobody turns their camera on, including the instructor. Oh my gosh. Hey, here we go. Seriously, is it my is it my fault do I, that you have your cameras off? So, Dr. Brown, we actually kind of wanted to do something. Um, with your with your cameras off? Everybody if you wanna go ahead. So thank oh, you for making guys. a difference. No, you're gonna make me cry. Thank you, thank you. A bunch of thank you signs for everybody. So that's very sweet and very touching. There's still some good in this world. You just got to try to hang on to it and not let all the negative shit get you down because it will. And all right, one more palate cleanser, folks. I'm not going to cry about it. And uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so this uh, is another super viral thing that's going around now. It's pretty funny that I would share it with you guys. This is parents who are filming their children in the background and roasting the shit out of their children. So I'm going to read you what the uh, text that they have. Uh, they're not talking, but they are putting text over their face and their children in the background with themselves roasting their children. So the first one is, motherfucker is 21 walking around with a fake robe and headband. How this motherfucker is 6'7", but still can't dunk. I should have worn a strap on. <laughs> How do I get rid of this motherfucker? All she does is be bisexual and cry. <laughs> this motherfucker really want major in psychology. Like I did not study for 16 years to become a neurosurgeon for you to talk about your fucking feelings. How does this motherfucker like his grandma more than me? Like the fuck she didn't even mess with black people before he was born. I really cross the border and work in the sun every day just for this motherfucker to play Call of Duty all day and have no hose shaking my head. Told this motherfucker I'd be back was going to the store to get milk real quick and she has to come. Now I can read it. I kept this motherfucker in my tummy for eight months and raised him to do this shit. 
He acting stupid in the background. I really gave up 20 years of my life for this motherfucker to still be in my house. All she do is break everything and cry. Someone explain how I got five light-skinned boys and none of them got girls. Motherfuckers, pool game as weak as my pull-out game. I hate when these motherfuckers ask me who's my favorite, fam. None of you. Motherfuckers dented my car and said it was an accident, fam. So were you. How is my son 6'2", skinny skater with curly hair and still don't got no bitches? How did my sperm create such a disappointment? So pretty funny. Two million views. Roast your kids. The least you can do. And all right, folks. That's my goddamn show. As always, if you love what I do, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com. There's a link in the description of the video. Hey, help me out. Help me out. I work hard on the show. So, uh, reward me, please. And as always, there's super chats. I know, right? They hate that the show's over. I don't blame you. It's horrible. You guys are going to have to wait till Friday for another fucking show. Selena says, oh my God, Dusty, I tried an, a trans dating app and you have no idea of how many right-wing dick pics I received. I can absolutely believe it. They love you trans women. Chasers? Is that what they call them? Intermediate Fossil, $20. Hey, thank you, Intermediate Fossil. That's very generous. Appreciate it. And all right, folks. Quick, quick, quick. Let's do a very quick kitty uh, kitty party. I don't have any kitty treats for them. We're going to try the cat drugs again and see if that works. My fat ass. All right, let's see. Cat drugs. Who wants a cat drug? Cat drugs. Who wants kitty drugs? Kitty drugs. Oh, I'm just going to sprinkle it over your heads. Sprinkle the cat drugs on your bodies. All over your bodies. Get the cats high as fuck. They're like, this ain't treats, daddy. That's all I got. Sorry, I have not bought you new cat treats yet. Maybe somebody sent us some. I'll go check my P.O. box tomorrow. But we got uh, Miss Misty confused. Got Mr. Halfstash here confused. Like, where are my fucking treats at? Miss Fat Katana over here. Katana, looking for some kitty treats. And, uh, oh, yeah, there's some uh, little Violet back there rubbing all in it. She's like, I love kitty drugs. High as fuck. Hell yeah. All right, and that's my kitty party. We did it. We fucking did it. Another successful show tonight. Hell yeah, folks. I'll be back on Friday for another all new show. Love the shit out of you guys. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for all your support. I hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. I hope you have a good week out there. Do something fun to think of me. Get vaccinated if you're not vaccinated yet. Tell everybody about the show. Like and subscribe, motherfuckers. Please do it. And as always, till next time, I love the shit out of you guys. Logic. Fuck yes. Good night, everybody. Gonna play a little Wobble Wobble. An original song by Desi Smith. Good night, guys.
Thank you, Kaya Rook. Look at this. Love you.